This is the Patriots pregame show presented by Duncan. Looks down the middle, throws it, caught by Henry at the two, fights away from a tackler, and runs to the end zone, and spikes it for a Patriots touchdown. The Patriots pregame show is the world's largest virtual tailgate, featuring fans of the six-time Super Bowl champion New England Patriots. Fires down the middle for Gordon, reaches up, extends, runs to the end zone, between two defenders, touchdown, Patriots! Hardy, Mike Dassault, Paul Perillo, and Tamara Brown are here to do the grilling as your hosts. This week, the Patriots are home against the Buffalo Bills. James White cuts it under the right arm, cuts it upfield, driving forward, it's diving to the goal line! It's still a touchdown! It's and a title for the Patriots! It. I can't believe it! Hardy, Mike Dassault, Paul Perillo, and Tamara Brown are here to get you ready for the game. It's football time, fellas. Let's get into it. Now, live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, Patriots Nation, welcome to the Patriots pregame show presented by Duncan. Okay, Mike. Energy. Energy, energy. Energy. Here project, we go. Project. Are we on? <clears throat> Line. <laughs> Wherever liberty is threatened. Methodist Episcopal Church. Methodist. <laughs> the arsonist had oddly shaped feet. Welcome into the uh, Patriots pregame show fueled by Duncan. The those arsonist my, had op- oddly shaped feet. Those that, my that, el- that's a uh, elocution exercise. It is? I mean, I'm being serious. No, it's from uh, the Anchorman. Oh, I never heard that part. Yes. Oh. yes. Why did I not remember that? The arsonist had oddly shaped feet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, that's going to do <laughs> it for the uh, quite a start. <clears throat> Here we go. Thanks for joining us. And uh, get ready for uh, Patriots Bills tonight. More Thursday Night Football. Oh, I'm just I'm just being a silly goose. We've just started, and we got kickoff here in a couple hours here. You do tonight. tend to be that way. From Gillette Stadium, I am a silly Billy. Silly but uh, I'm I'm happy to have you uh, here with us here tonight. It's uh, it's Hardy and Mike Dassault, Tamara Brown, Paul Perillo. I'll get ready for uh, another Thursday night game. i got to say, the primetime games, I'm starting to get used to them, and that's a good thing because we have several <laughs> more. We've only just begun. <laughs> the halfway point, I think. Oh. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see about we'll see about that uh, about that Vegas game. But uh, uh, we're going to get to a lot of stuff here tonight. We'll go behind enemy lines here in a few minutes. We'll uh, we'll do our over unders. We've got our uh, six pack to take care of. All that stuff. Everybody good though. Everybody yeah, good. I'm good. We're going to talk good. about Tamara's uh, starter jacket. Check it out. It's I mean, it's not leather, but it looks uh, like I leather. Think my computer's blocking it. Oh, okay. Oh, there you go. It's got right. a starter jacket. It's so cute. It's classic. And I'll, I'm going to turn around so you can see the back. Okay. The back's the best part. Ready? All right. And, All right. and twirl. It's so cute. There it is. Oh, it says Patriots <laughs> on the back. Pat Rots. I, I, I thought something else was going to happen. <laughs> oh. I mean, it's it's a Patriots jacket that says Patriots um, on the it's back. It's a throwback one, so it's cute. It's Whoever more th- cute. fantastic. I have to ask, <laughs> who are you wearing? Whoever, yes. Whoever thought that. to bring those back was brilliant. I mean, they've been kicking around eBay forever, and then, you know, you can go on eBay and find, like, a classic one from the 80s for, like, 100, 200 bucks, but... Is it they brilliant? Is it brilliant? Uh, They're making like a lot of money It makes me feel that. good. It makes me feel happy yeah, inside. It reminds think? me of the, the 80s when the Patriots yes. were good for a season. And I have on white boots. <laughs> I look... Sh- I was oh, a shot. <laughs> I look straight out of the 80s. I have on, like, little yeah. white booties. I like the look, the starter jacket. You even got the starter... Yes. The starter logo on the sleeve. There you go. It's classic. Uh, Absolutely. Who are you wearing tonight, Deuce? Oh, thank you. I'm wearing the uh, sweater. You're a little uh, <laughs> stepped up tonight. You got a date? You know, uh, no, but you know, I, I, I last week, last time when the Jets were here, I, I kind of wore a sweater and a thing, so they won. I, I don't know. I'm just, oh, I'm, okay. I'm trying well, to keep a win streak going luck? here a little oh, bit. Oh, oh you're, one, you're one of those, huh? <laughs> good grief. <laughs> a little bit. Okay. I got nothing Patriots on. All right. Nothing. 
Um, I thought about wearing my Patriots polo underneath, but I don't think I. No. 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 Tra- yeah. Travis, man. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Doesn't matter. Attention, you are all losers. <laughs> Thank you. So it is a throwback, as yeah. Tamara mentioned. Um, so a lot of red again in the uh, in the stadium. A little bit of a. Uh, I think there's some juice in the stadium today. I, th- yeah. I feel like there's. Uh, you took a walk around. I, you feel, and like, Sean I feel like there was a little Charissa? energy around the building um, in the afternoon. Wasn't that just no? when Charissa, I, Charissa Thompson one? came by? That was the energy. Uh, yeah, well, the uh, the prime <laughs> video crew was here, and uh, that's inappropriate. <laughs> that's highly inappropriate. <laughs> um, but Tamara and I were in the back, and all of a sudden, a cast of thousands just oh, yeah. came Literally. in from Prime Amazon, Video. Team Amazon. Oh yeah, Jeff Bezos was in there. I did not Richard see Richard Sherman. <laughs> I did not oh, see. I saw Richard Tony, Tony Gonzalez, uh, Richard Sherman uh, came by. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, Richard yeah. Sherman. I, I that was pretty cool. Th- that's why I was being serious. Yes. <laughs> I know I'm. I know I'm not often serious, but I was being serious. Yeah. And Tamara's here to back me up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she Richard Sherman me. is far beyond rando, but it's like. I d- I, there's something about being like a true fan of sports and like the things that would get you geeked up. It's like, uh, oh, if Tom Brady walks by, like, oh, but it's like, oh, no, Richard Sherman. That's kind of cool. That's no, one that you're not expecting, mm-hmm. and that's something that I would get mildly And mm-hmm. Tony Gonzalez, uh, I, I'm not ashamed to say, uh, is a very handsome man oh. in real life. I would say that he is uh, What's wrong striking. with that? He's a good-looking man. What's wrong with that? Good I'm tight end, saying. too. Oh, oh, was <laughs> did he play tight end? <laughs> I think so. Oh, okay. He's been a fullback. Uh, yeah, and then uh, there was a number of uh, other pre- uh, Michael Smith uh, from the Boston Globe and yeah. ESPN. Uh, he's I think does a pregame show on Prime, so got a chance to catch up with him. He used to be on the beat here, so I knew him. I I knew him. He Any, anyone wasn't, wasn't as big a thrill for I him. understand. Anyone expecting a royal sighting tonight, though? I, I'm I, excited. I hope so. I, I, mean, I don't. I don't, I don't mean, think it's going to happen. We. You I, never know, but I would. I would doubt it. I'm with you. I. I, I kind of doubt it, and I'm okay with that for reasons we won't get to because it will derail the entire program and, and get you, you in trouble more. More. Than likely. Right? How's it going to get me in trouble? Yeah. Because that's what you do. You yeah. get in trouble. Right? I d- how You're controversial. Gonna, how am I going to get in trouble? I did hear that they got booed last night when they got put on the video board. That and then, I, and then I was told yeah. by my <laughs> by my good friend Dave Iraqi, untrue. Uh, I heard he, the same thing as yeah. you. Untrue. He said, no, it was USA chance. They they uh. were they were doing. Turn well, the, you turn put Kate Middleton up on the screen and people are going to go like woo because right. uh, in in Mark the Beetle Bertrand's words. She is striking. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, I get it. <laughs> striking. Yeah, I just... I, I don't know if I've ever used that word. I, it's Stunning. I, Stunning. I, here's what, here's my eight-second eight second rant. I do not understand the obsession with British royalty, especially in Boston. Right. I don't get it. Yeah. What? What's... What's the obsession? No, I mean, a tea tax. I mean, screw that. <laughs> <laughs> right on, brother. I find it. Um, you sound like you're from <laughs> the demographic of uh, the infatuation with the royals to me t- kind of tends to be uh, a little bit older to me. And female? Oh, I, I wouldn't say male or female, but <laughs> I, I would, would say like my mother-in-law, for example, is completely infatuated. Is with she the a male or a female? She's uh, a female. Yes. Bingo. All right. Bingo. Do you want to do keys to the game, Matt? Let's do it. Let's do Why it. did you leave the keys up on the table? You wanted to. You've waited all week for it. The whole team's in the locker room right now just listening to this, waiting to hear what you're going to say. Without these keys, the Patriots are destined and doomed to fail. Here are Hardy, Paul, Mike, and Tamara's keys to the game. Why did I steal your key to the game also? Uh, you have the key. You have the right one. All right, keys to the game as the uh, team listens in the locker room, eagerly awaiting our instruction and uh, keys. 
for victory tonight over the visiting Bills of Buffalo. So we'll begin with Tamara Brown. I love it. Ladies How do you like first. That? Kick it off, lady. Right? I love it. My key to the game is don't fear the end zone. I think the Patriots tonight cannot be allergic to the end zone. Josh Allen and the Bills are going to come out. They're going to score a ton of points, touchdowns to be specific. And I don't think this is a game where you can kick field f- five field goals and win. One, because it's the Bills and they're going to score touchdowns. Two, because it's kind of windy outside. So I don't think that today is going to be a very successful day for the field goal situation that the Patriots have been leaning on thus far. Yeah. Also... Starting off with another first quarter touchdown would be great. That would be nice. Oh, well, yeah, now now you're Get doubling greedy. down on keys. I've got two keys. You're not <laughs> that was my, that was we my don't have anything key. for the rest <laughs> of us. My key and a half. <laughs> key and right. a half. That's a dang ball. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, don't excellent. Don't be allergic. You and I, we're going to bookend you and I, uh, Tamara, because you and I have very similar keys. So uh, I'm glad you went first because mine is very, very much like yours. But uh, you piggyback onto it or? You oh. think that'd be better? I jumped yeah. the gun. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll just piggyback. I'll yeah. go next. Yeah, okay. Be red zone ready. That's it. I love that. You know, just be ready when you get into the red zone to, you know, how about you take a shot on first or second down? I don't know. Instead mm-hmm. of running it from, you know, the 18. Skip you know, the red zone. Yeah, why don't you just... Go right, to, just go right to pay dirt. And for all the hand-wringing and discussion we had about Hunter Henry's uh, touchdown that wasn't a touchdown, mm-hmm. you know what? Next time run the route all the way into the end zone and maybe you get behind your uh, defender and you got a better <laughs> chance of coming down with the ball and actually scoring a touchdown there. Little things I, like that. Am I being a jerk? No, Is that mean? I don't, a little I don't bit. think okay. so. Okay. I think bit. that... Is, is that where he was supposed to be on that play, do you think? Oh, I, I A assume, yard short of I the end zone? I assume he was where he was supposed to be. Okay, yeah. well, I'm going to say he wasn't. That's an question. No. But whatever, whatever. Once you get, that's a shot. I like that. Once you get into the end zone, I'm with Tamara. You know, go for the touchdowns. Field goals are not going to get it done tonight. And I wasn't even thinking about the win because I didn't know that it was going to be a factor up until about yesterday. But I don't think it's going to be a factor in the game. In all seriousness, I think it's supposed to taper off as the day has gone on. And I think it. I mean, just kind of like looking at pregame, it doesn't really seem like there's a lot of. And I see on on another station um, some live shots going on. It doesn't look like – like, remember the Buffalo game last year oh, when, yeah. when Deuce insisted that it wasn't going to ah, be a problem? It wasn't too but bad. yet these kinds of things <laughs> were, were going on, and <laughs> the people were, like, holding hats as they were blowing around. Uh, yeah. You don't see any of no, that no. right now. Or even what game was that? Was that the Jets game? The Bills. Kind of no, the Bills game last year. No, I mean this year. That was oh. kind of windy. And yeah. The Jets game? Was that the Jets game? Somewhere. Yeah, there was wind in there the Jets wind. game. Yeah. yeah. And that didn't really impact the game. I mean, it was definitely one? windy that day. Which one was the one where See, Nick Folk missed yeah, two Nick field goals? That was yeah, the Jets was, game. That oh, was okay. the Jets game here this Sunday before yeah. Thanksgiving. But to me, that game, I say it didn't seem that windy. Apparently, down on the field, you know, especially beforehand, it was, and I think it did affect Nick Folk. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, something. It right. may have affected Nick Folk. I just don't think it really affected the game. Like okay. I think oh, both yeah, teams yeah, yeah. threw the ball. Yeah. I, I don't think I didn't think there were a lot of passes that got away. According I didn't think Zach there were a lot Wilson, of punts that were. Yeah. <laughs> well, Zach Wilson just said he had a hard time, and then said yeah. they were having a hard yeah. time, even though that Mac threw like four incomplete <laughs> right. passes in the whole game. Right. So, two just to that point out, um, Tristan Viscaino promoted from the practice squad. So I don't know what yeah. that means. Probably just well, kick off. He'll kick off, but you know just for what it's worth. Uh, um, that would be good, too. All right, Paul, are you ready? Uh, I am ready. Do we, did Mike go? No, no, you go. Okay. You, uh, go. Um, you go. Oh, who it says here in my notes, forced turnovers. Mm. Um, I'm kind of in line with the way um, Hardy and Tamara spoke about the red zone and the importance of getting touchdowns. This is sort of from the other side. Um, they're going to – Buffalo's offense, unless you catch them on a really bad night, um, is going to score. So – I think you need to steal some possessions today and 
you know, I think Fred said they need to have four possessions where Buffalo doesn't score. Well, I don't think you're going to get, you know, to expect four or five punts. So in order to make that happen, you got to find a way to take the ball away. Josh Allen's been a little sloppy with the ball. Uh, I think he has seven picks in his last five games. Um, they have a, a handful of fumbles mixed in. Hardy, find a way to take the ball away a couple times tonight. I know awesome. it's not a great way to live defensively where you, you can only live off the turnovers because I think they're so fickle. But I think tonight, if you want to pull off an upset, that's a good way to start. Yeah, would love to see it. And I would I would say maybe for conversation later on the show, you're talking about Josh Allen, the way he's been playing lately. It was a, uh, a source of uh, discussion this week as to whether or not you're getting the bills at the right time. Yeah. And I think there's something – there's definitely a discussion to be had, what, you know, what side we fall down on it. But let's face it, like you said, Josh Allen – has not been that careful with the football lately. Yeah, so. and to me, getting him at the right time, and we could talk about this. We're not doing that now. Right. But I, <laughs> but I think it has as much to do with the spot that the Bills are in as opposed to the way they're playing. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Mike Dussault, Great. your key to the game. I'm going to go last. Um, hold on, yes. then finish. I mean, I, I you know, I, I think it matches up well <laughs> I do. without you guys <laughs> it do. It sounds so dirty. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Paul, why do you have to make it dirty? That's three Cause, times. Because that was dirty. <laughs> I mean, if this were over the air, if this were like uh, frequency <laughs> modulation, you would have had to finish. dump him three times. You know? <laughs> well, let me explain it. Uh but, I, I mean, I think everything you guys said is right. They're going to get some points. I think you just need to hang on during the game. I mean, it, Find you know, a way to stay close. Find a way then, to kind of hang win. in there and then do the thing that they haven't really been able to do, which is, you know, finish the game strong, which speaks to Hardy and Tamara's points of getting into the red zone, scoring touchdowns in the end when it when it counts most. So I thought when when you sent that to the group, I thought you meant hold on, keep the game close, yeah. then finish the game. But you're talking about finishing in the red zone. Well, too. same thing, same thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm a little more big picture. You were right the first time, I think. I mean, but I think that's, you know, finish in the red zone, finish the game, same thing. I mean, I just think this team overall doesn't really finish that well. Right? I, was, I was hoping you were going to go with hold on, I'm coming in terms of like the Sam and Dave song. <laughs> But then Paul would lose his mind. Yeah, I we just w- did. We wouldn't be able to have a grown-up conversation. Hey, we're having some fun here, huh? <laughs> it's great. Pre-game. We are laughing. We are killing it. Tamara's this is not. our last pre-game show. <laughs> it, it's our very last one. Oh, very last one. Send I, I just wanted to say, too, uh, real quick, Amy Dash is reporting. Antonio Brown is reportedly engaged in a standoff with police and has locked himself inside his home, refusing to turn himself in on active arrest warrant uh, for alleged battery Police negotiators are trying to reason with Brown using a megaphone. Uh, no comment. Yeah, so just Not a good, little, Bob. little bit of that. Antonio Brown drama continuing, and, and hopefully that all ends uh, peacefully. Jeez. Wow. So. I don't think anybody saw that one coming. Mm. Wow. Mm. Oh, wait, everybody did. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Yeah, I'm seeing that now, too. So, um, Back to Patriots <laughs> football. Oh, yes. Hardy, I want to piggyback on what you said earlier, and I, I'm hoping that the Patriots are like less conservative today, especially in the red zone. Like, take a shot on first on first down. Like, see what happens. You know? Yeah, the conservative nature of of uh, I can't be a hypocrite because I haven't sa- I haven't said anything really bad about the play calling mm-hmm. this year. I think they've been calling plays that are pretty much suited to what this team is capable of doing until they mm-hmm. get to the red zone, and I feel like they. Just a, cu- a couple of times, and yeah. you're you're right. First, second down, you know, you get into the red zone. You got to take your shot, mm-hmm. I think, earlier so that n- you don't realize, oh, that's what's happening. And even sometimes when, oh, now they have to take a shot, 
No, we're still going to run it on third and 13. Exactly. Well, well, then what are we doing? Maddie Glab. What are we doing? What? We, I haven't pulled her up yet. I'm, I'm really excited. Okay, I we're going to talk with Maddie Glab. I love we, her. We got to have the whole, you know, the whole hullabaloo about going behind you know enemy the lines. You view from New England. <laughs> we go behind enemy lines. But what about the view from the other side? And that's why you're our favorite uh, pregame show uh, guest yeah. here every year. You guys know you tell everybody that. Oh, yeah. I was on with you guys in 2018, Thursday Night Football. Yep. And I was told I was the favorite guest of the show. <laughs> nope. No. Time now to go behind enemy lines. My God, it's coming right for us. Yes, joining us now on the telephone because Maddie is uh, doing her own program for a pregame for the Buffalo Bills. It is Maddie Glab, team reporter for the Bills at Mad Glab. Maddie, it's uh, good to talk to you again. Thanks for coming on the Patriots pregame show. Happy to chat with you guys as well. Excited to be on to talk some Bills and Patriots ahead of this Thursday night game. Um, when is your pregame show on? Because we're forced to do two hours. <laughs> Sounds like you have less of a show to do. Oh, my gosh. We are on in about an hour, and our show is only about 25, 30 minutes long. So we oh. go right before kick, and then I'll run over to our studio to watch the rest of the game. How's that? Is that awesome? <laughs> <laughs> is it just the best gig ever? No, I don't want to get wrapped up on that. Deuce, go yeah. ahead. Hey, oh. Ma- hey, Maddie. Oh, you, Tamara, you want to go? You're, you're chomping at the Hi, bit. Maddie. <laughs> Hi, Tamara. It's so good to talk to you. I know. I'm so excited. I wish you were here, though. Can you get me off this episode <laughs> of the Kardashians? <laughs> it's ladies' night, okay? <laughs> go ahead. It's ladies' night. Okay, Maddie. Um... I wanted to talk defense. I know, obviously, these guys are probably going to ask more about Josh Allen, but defense, defensively, obviously, with all the injuries, um, with Poyer, Milano, Edmonds, Russo, um, kind of what's the what's the what's your faith in the Bills' defense coming into this game with all the injuries that they've faced? Oh, can't forget Von Miller, Von Miller as well. Yeah, I mean, this team has faced a heck of a lot of injuries this season. It seems like every week a new guy is going down, and we put Von Miller on injured reserve this afternoon, so he won't be with us for the next four games at least. But there's some positivity here tonight because the Bills bring back A.J. Epinesa, Greg Rousseau, and Tremaine Edmonds, who have all missed a couple games. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds and Greg Rousseau have missed multiple games. And so with that, I believe we're getting some pressure on our defensive line back. And I think that's going to be important tonight as they face a Mac Jones who struggled against pressure in the last uh, couple of games since week eight. So I'm excited to see what the guys who have been injured can bring to the table tonight. And then you get Tredavious White, who played in his first game back from that ACL tear last week against the Lions on Thanksgiving, just a year removed from that ACL tear. Uh, And he got 15 snaps. So we'll see what his snap count is tonight. We know it's going to be more, so I'm excited to see what type of impact he can have on this game. And and wondering if the Bills can make the Patriots one-dimensional. I think one big thing for them is going to be to make to take away Ramondre Stevenson right away because you guys know he is such a threat to opponents. Hey, Maddie, just want to ask you about the sense of urgency with the Bills. Um, you know, having lost a game to the Jets, a game to the Dolphins, it's a weird position to be 0-2 in the AFC East here as, as December starts. I know it's a, you know, a lot of AFC East here, teams here down the road, but what's your sense of, of urgency for the team of, of you know, needing to keep pace with the Dolphins, needing to keep pace with, with the Chiefs? You know, you're going to get the token one, one week at a time, one game at a time from this team whenever you ask those questions to them, which they were asked those questions quite a bit this week starting 0-2 in the division, and now the next three weeks they're going to face 
the Patriots, the Jets, and the Dolphins. So it's now or never for this team. The next three games for the Bills are so dang important in terms of division title hopes, in terms of AFC seeding and the playoffs. They have got to turn it on tonight against the Patriots, flip that switch. Uh, this offense hasn't been incredible like they were in the beginning of the season. I think everybody's kind of waiting and wanting this offense to wake up, which we'll see if that happens because they're without their left tackle, Deion Dawkins, tonight, and they get to go up against, you guys know him very well, Matthew Judon. What is the uh, the overall feeling around the team, Maddie? Um, you know, kind of an odd situation with the, the Bills. Three games in 12 days, just like the Patriots, but the the Bills have been forced to be away from home for all three of those games. Uh, just what is the overall vibe around the team right now? Yeah, I think exhaustion is a good word uh, to put there because Ooh. it is. it seemed like so much the last three weeks. Uh, and this team has done such a great job with just taking it one day at a time and, and just getting through each game. I mean, for the Browns game to move to Detroit – because of that snowstorm, and then they're back in Detroit for a second straight week for Thanksgiving, and then Thursday to Thursday. All week, I could not even remember what day we were in because it, it felt like such a weird schedule. So I think this team is just excited to have this game tonight and then really, really excited to get a couple days off because the last three weeks, counting this week, have just been really intense, and they've also been full of injuries for this team. So I think they're ready for a break on the back end of this game. Yeah, and I know you're not making excuses, Maddie, but it seems like for the Bills, um, who played so well last year and really gave us the game of the year in the playoffs last year, um, they're falling a little bit short in terms of, I think, what most people look at from this team and think that they're capable of, and maybe you know, having some return to normalcy will help them realize, yeah, we are the Buffalo Bills. You know, we still are, for the most part, that team that did what it did last year, and now they have a chance to kind of reassert themselves here coming down the home stretch. I think we're all hoping that we see that tonight from the Bills because, like I said, it's do or die here in these next three weeks. This team needs to wake up on offense. And before I came on, I heard you guys talking about red zone. For the Patriots, well, red zone has been an issue for the Bills as well. Uh, they rank 19th in the red zone, uh, scoring touchdowns in the red zone only 53% of the time. So they've struggled in the red zone so far this season. They did a lot better job of that against the Lions. They uh, scored touchdowns 75% of the time in the red zone. So I hope we'll see more of that tonight. Another issue has been turning the ball over. Josh Allen uh, has 11 interceptions so far this season. He knows he has to be better with the ball. Take better care of the ball uh, those numbers have gone down a little bit over the last two weeks so we need to see some consistency there and taking care of the football and then scoring touchdowns when you have an opportunity when you're inside the 20. Maddie just one more simple one for you for me what do you, what's the more concerning loss not having Dawkins or not having Von Miller? Uh, that is really tough I think tonight because of the fact that they're going up against Matthew Judon I'm going to say Deion Dawkins is a bigger loss um, and couple that with that the Buffalo Bills are getting a couple players back in their front seven. Uh, so I expect them to be okay tonight without Von Miller. 
but that left tackle spot is going to be a big question mark for the Bills tonight, especially with the rate that the defensive line pressures the quarterback for the Patriots. I mean, you guys know how good that defense is. It's the top five defense. So I'll, I'll be really paying attention to the type of pressure that Josh Allen faces tonight and if he can win against that pressure. And with Allen, just real quick, Maddie, um, where do you feel he is physically right now? The elbow, I know he took a – looked like he took a hit on the knee late in that Thanksgiving game. How is he physically right now? Yeah, I think this week was a really positive week for Josh. It was the first week since that right elbow injury popped up that we saw him be a full participant in every single practice this week. Prior to that, he was a limited participant. Uh, so I think he's trending in the right direction. I definitely think it feels better than it, than it has since it happened. Uh, so I don't expect that's going to hamper him or, or um, hurt him in any type of way tonight. So I'm glad he, he's trending in the right direction with that injury because that's something you don't want to see out of your star quarterback. So glad that he's getting a little bit healthier as well. All right. Well, uh, we need to get a score prediction from you, Maddie. And we, you know, I'm sure you remember this from last time. It's it's part of the deal of uh, coming on the show here. We need a an exact score prediction. And if you're right, there's a fabulous prize at stake. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, Score prediction for the Bills. I think they go over 30 points tonight because I really want to see this offense wake up. I know they're playing against a really great defense, um, but I'm going to go. They score 30 points, and I think the Patriots score 24. I think it's going to be uh, pretty close here. All right. What do you think? I, that sounds exactly 30, about 24? right to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sounds- in sounds, the neighborhood, yeah. for sure. Sounds uh, similar to what we were thinking. Maddie, good luck with that uh, torturous 25-minute pregame <laughs> show you have to do. I well, mean, Maddie. <laughs> it's not her fault. I, Leave her alone. I'm je- Look, I'm jealous, and I'm taking it out on her, and that's unfair, but that's just the Next way week, special yeah. two-and-a-half-hour pregame show, yeah. Hardy. Let's go. All right, very they got good. six commercials, too, on that 20-minute show. Oh, <laughs> don't do that to me. <laughs> Thanks for taking the time. At Matt Glab on Twitter, Maddie uh, Glab, uh, team reporter for the Buffalo Bills. We appreciate it. Thank you. Of course, guys. Good luck tonight. All right. Thank, thank you, you, Maddie. All right. There we go. Yeah, Tamara got her question, and then she was out. I mean, what happened? Well, did she oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Okay. Um, so a couple things to unpack there is, um, you know, if you were sort of wondering if there were going to be any bulletin board material coming out of the other team's locker room, I would say that based on the way that Maddie sounded, uh, she's heard a lot about Matthew Judon this week. Mm-hmm. She's heard a lot about the top five rated Patriots defense this week. Which I think, if you were around here, you would probably say there's a lot of um, questions about the yep. Patriots' defense yeah. coming off the Minnesota game. Yeah. You know, on the heels of the dominant performances against the likes of the Jets and the Colts. Yep. So they're not looking at the Patriots' defense as paper tigers. They're looking at the Patriots' defenses as as one of the best in football. So. You know, if they were going to overlook you in some way, it doesn't sound like that was the message that came out of the Bills' locker room during the week. That's funny. It's just funny hearing someone else's perspective on a exactly. team, and I'm sure exactly. we do the same. Thing we would to do other the same teams thing. where yeah. you're pumping up something, and then you're like, and wow. then as the week goes on, the fans would tell you that they really haven't played anybody in their frauds because yeah. that's what we right. do, right? You know, but right. I, I think this is uh, I, this this offense. I, I I know it's been struggling a little bit. It's still the se- I think they're still second in points. Yeah. Um, you know, even though they have struggled, uh, you, you know, 28 for them is, you know, sort of an average day, right? Yep. That's sort of an average day, average 28, and that's what they had the last game. Yeah. Um, so I, I just, you, what you have to hope for the Patriots tonight is this isn't the night that they break out and get back in 
you know, back in gear offensively. Because yes. I don't, I don't think you could keep up if they do. Just a couple of things to highlight going on. Um, Evans, right, and it looks like David Andrews is out there wearing shorts. Looks like he's getting ready to warm up to play, which is good news. I saw Mike Giardi reporting that Trent Brown is right now expected to play. They just don't know how long. So uh, you know, a couple, couple little notes there on the offensive line. Great to get David Andrews back. I mean, that was. Tough to watch. You thought you, you thought he was done. I mean, I don't like know what we I were, watched. Yeah, he limped off. Looked like he barely walk, and then uh, two weeks later, he's back. So that that that'd be a real nice boost for them. Yeah, and uh, if in case you didn't hear earlier, the Patriots um, amended their injury report this morning and added Trent Brown to it, uh, uh, questionable with a an illness. illness. And, and what did um, and Giardi said he he he's expected to play, but they don't but know how for how long. long. Yeah, um, yeah. So. And Wynn is obviously out. So the uh, offensive line, again, is an area of concern. Um, as Maddie said, you know, the Bills getting some guys back in that, that defensive front. Because yeah. I, I thought early in the year that was a real strength for them. You know, the, rotating the bodies, keeping guys fresh. Obviously, not having the best of that group is going to hurt. Not having Von Miller. <laughs> but you get Epinesa back. You get yeah. uh, Greg Rousseau back. They got Ed Oliver back a couple of weeks ago. That's going to be a test for that front because they're not a team that just comes off the edge and, and gets pressure that way. They can get it up the middle. I think Jordan – is it Jordan Phillips? Jordan Phillips, yeah. Another guy who yeah, was, who's active in the inside. That was a point I was just about to jump on was when we talk about the, all the injuries they've kind of had on the edges, on the co- at cornerback, on the defensive end. Um, but the middle of this defense has really held, I think, this year, and that's been the reason why you know they haven't completely fallen off. You mentioned, I mean, Jordan they Phillips. They have a lot of depth Tim there. Settle, Those guys have missed Ed a lot Oliver of games. And Daquan Jones. Those yeah. four with Matt Milano, who, you know, is, is like a Luke Keekley light. Uh, somehow, I don't know, it, what you drafted him in like the fourth, fifth round, but he's been outstanding. And, you know, Jordan Poyer hasn't played a ton this year, but another just fabulous veteran who all these guys have played together so much. They know what they're doing. Um, easy, easy communication, but I just. I got a lot of respect for the guys that they have in the middle, those big those big pieces. And, you know, some of the problems Cole Strange has had, we'll see who's lining up a tackle. Um, you know, even with Andrews back, those guys can cause problems. Is there any part of you that doesn't want David Andrews to play if he's not 100%? And, I look, yeah. nobody's 100% at this point in the season, but the, with the issues on this offensive line, it, I, I want him back in, but if he's going to be hampered in any way, I, I guess maybe that would be the position to yeah. to, to say it's I'll tough. Just, I know it's, what you're saying. I'll yeah. Just, I, yeah, I hear what you're saying. I, I mean, I just at this point, it's any point in a storm, any port in a storm with the offensive line, and you know, just it's been a really frustrating year at tackle this year. And and I mean, you know, Paul was all over it all offseason. He was not you know really into Trent Brown. He didn't think Trent Brown was reliable. We all knew what Isaiah Wynn was, and I think when you looked at what they were setting up. You said, well, you're hoping that two guys who don't really play 16, 17 games in a season are going to give you full seasons, and you don't really have any proven depth behind them. And, you know, now it's it's beginning in the preseason. Trump Brown's not playing tonight. Why? We don't know. You know, Isaiah Wynn has been in and out, performance issues. He's been pulled. He's been put back in. They just It's been so inconsistent. And, and not game, only that. The game out of the bye. The game coming out of the bye, Trent Brown was benched. Why? We don't know. We have no idea. Now he ended up having to go in and play because that's the game that Wynn got hurt, right? It's uh, yeah, right. And 
it's just been an unreliable position. It's a super important position. You know, we can go down the list of all the issues the offense has had this year, but it's just one that it felt like it was heading towards this kind of situation. And never in a million years did you think you'd have to bring Marcus Cannon back, that you'd have Yadi Kajus, that you know you'd have a guy off the Jets practice squad right now who potentially is going to play snaps here tonight. Um, so I just it's it's been very frustrating. Not just the performance, but all the other stuff, the getting benched, the the sicknesses. I mean, I know sick, you know, but. Still, you just can't count on these guys, and it's it's really been a frustrating. Right. And just, I'm, I'm not putting words in Mike's mouth, but I, I, we understand that sometimes you know you get hurt, you get sick, or whatever. It's just, it it was kind of predictable. Yeah, is is all I'm saying. And I'm not telling you that Isaiah Wynn should be playing with whatever the foot injury. No, I I have no idea. I, but it's par for the course with him. I just, yeah. I just think that yeah, he's a golf he, reference there, Hardy. And and I also think um, they sort of invited a problem with the switch the left right switch yeah. which i think bothered both guys yeah so it, it, it's a problem to answer hardy's your, your original question about david andrews um the reports that came out um in the uh, aftermath was that it was a contusion you know the injury was a thigh contusion so i, I it doesn't sound like oh he's really jeopardizing his his future here if he plays i mean i think um, it's easy for me to say it's not my thigh contusion right. You know, I think I think David Andrews is is a really good leader. Um, all the stuff that Mike just said about Trent Brown and Isaiah Wynn, I think, is the yeah, opposite right. for David Andrews. I think he's a, a real patriot, yeah. a real leader, and if he's if he can go, I, I know he's going to go. Yeah, and I and I have no problem with that. Look, I don't I don't you can, know I don't worry about him. Yeah. believe there, me. There, there's a lot of stuff that you know you feel the need to say. I don't think anyone needs to say. If he's going to somehow jeopardize even the rest of his season, much less his career, of course no one wants him right, to play. Right. You know, there's a, there's not one animal amongst us here that would say that. I'm really talking about it from a you know strategic standpoint. It's like, is he well it, enough to play? Yeah. If it, is if he the best option? If it, thank you. Good. And, and I think he is. But Good if he's angle. in yeah. any way kind of a, a kind of a liability, this offensive line can't afford any more liabilities. Yeah. I don't think he will be. And at that position, you might be able to have some. I'd rather have him in there. Like you said, he's a leader. He's the most qualified guy to be in. Just yeah. uh, hopefully everything's fine. He's good to go. And that that's the other thing with David Andrews, which I think you just alluded to, Paul. If he can go, he's going. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. You know what's the only thing I was going like, to say? You remember Neely's injury on Ulf Samuelson where it was kind of like I, – I don't remember exactly, but it was kind of similar. It was like a bruise, but then it became even more serious. Yeah, well, right? it was his like, knee, it was too. His knee. And we yeah. – that that's – you're right. That's what we were originally led to believe, that it was kind of like a charley horse. Kinda, right, right. Like, and then it, it was like the, the, the muscle sudden, was starting to turn to bone. I just remember all this crazy yeah, stuff Yeah, I think it led on. to a lot of other stuff. So, yeah, yeah you're right. I, I mean, it could, it, it could be a problem. But – Bruise has gone bad. Um the Patriots' offensive line, yeah, that you know, to, to put a bow on it is a, no. is a concern. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's go to the calls here. Eight five five Pats five hundred emails webradiopatriots.com. We begin with Floyd in Michigan. Floyd, what's going on? Mr. Thanks for joining Floyd. us, Mr. That's Floyd. Good evening, everybody. Hi. Well, good evening. I have a I have a comment and I have a question. All right. My my comment is what I would like to see. I would like to see the offense bail out the defense on the day when they have a bad day. Mm. It seems like the defense. Yeah, I think that's a great point. You get that? Yeah, I think it's a great point. I think a lot of people say, well, can the defense do it? Can the defense hold them under 25? Can the defense, you know, do No. Can the offense win 34-31? 
How about that? And, and, and Mr. Perillo would, while everybody was throwing, and not everybody, where some people were throwing bouquets at the offense last week. Yeah, I was guilty I remember, of that. I remember Jonathan Jones returning an interception to the 17th of the Vikings, and they got a yard and kicked the field goal. Yep. I remember Hardy, what is Marcus that called? Jones, Marcus Jones returning a kickoff Pick three. to the 49 of the Patriots, another field goal. Here's my, here's my question. So I've been looking at uh, quarterbacks in college, and I've been looking at uh, oh, oh, the, oh. The, the Pittsburgh quarterback. He's guy. actually been getting better. He has been getting I better. Want the last three weeks, if we pay attention to, to, to I call him Mickey Mouse because he wears the two gloves, but it's like he's been getting better, and I want a playmaking quarterback. My question is, is do the Patriots want a playmaking quarterback? I say no because they could have moved up a couple spots, what, four to get Justin Fields? When was Jalen Hurst drafted, second round? They've had opportunities, but it doesn't seem like they want a quarterback that doesn't fit their offense. And it could be as simple as they don't want to pay a quarterback because he might not fit the budget. What do you think? Do the Patriots want a playmaking quarterback? And thank you. Well, if you were – I guess I'll go first. If you were guaranteed you were going to get a playmaking quarterback that could play to the level of, oh, I don't know, Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen or even Lamar Jackson, that's fine. The problem is a lot of playmaking quarterbacks, once they get to the NFL, don't end up making that many plays, and they're also (laughs) susceptible to to injury. No question. I think it would actually help this offense because the offensive plan and the scheme seems to be, let's just say, wanting at times. And how awesome would it be to have a quarterback back there and like, actually, this play never had a chance. I tried to run it. It didn't work, so I just took matters into my own hands, which would be great. So if if they don't want that, I I think they'd be silly to not want it. Yeah, I I think the league in general is about five years away from pretty much all of these guys are going to have a playmaking element to their game. Um, But here's the question that, and I don't have the answer, you know, so I'd be a bad lawyer. I'm asking a question I don't have the answer to. Do you think that the Patriots, like, do you, do you agree with Floyd that they're not really interested in that kind of a quarterback? Do you think if the Patriots had yeah. the option, let's say yeah. Mac Jones went 11 to Chicago and Justin Fields was available at 15, do you think they would have taken Fields? I don't think so. I mean, I, I, think, think, I, th- I think they would have. I think, I think Mac's the kind of guy that, that they like. I mean, I think they want a ball distributor. They want somebody who's smart. Now, I say this saying I don't necessarily agree with the decision, but – I just think Mac's their kind of guy, and I think he's here at least through next year. I, I think anybody trying to like draft a quarterback this year is is crazy. I think they like. This is crazy. I think they like this him. Is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. I think it's he's their kind of guy. Um, but I, I hear what everybody's saying with 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 you know the athleticism of Fields is certainly appealing. Let's grab one more call before we break, if that's all right. There, uh, Marine, we'll call. Uh, oh, I also oh. was going to say too, with like I don't know, I can't remember if um, Malik was still available or not, but I think that. That's just like them got not going for him from Liberty versus Bailey Zappi in the late round pick, you know, Paul. Yep, yep. He was available. He was a third round pick, and Zappi went in the fourth. Mm-hmm. They could have gotten Malik Willis. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, good point. Yeah. Uh, Pat in Aguam. What's going on, Pat? That we wouldn't have Marcus Jones. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, I'll tell you what. Yeah, I got. I, I got. I'd um, like a playmaking quarterback. What can I say? Too. What I'd like to see tonight is kind of like what Floyd said. Let's see, let's see the offense bail them out, but let's, let's see Matt Cook. I mean, 
you got no Von Miller, so you don't have to worry about him coming in on either side and, and just destroying the play on third and long. Um, so I'd like to just see them open it up, have some fun. I mean, you got nothing to lose. I mean, you're, you're, you're not supposed to win this game anyway. Let's just let's go out there and just freaking throw the ball down the field. And uh, just a question for, all, for the panel, how do you see them defending Stephon Diggs this week? Do you, do you think that they, they run out uh, Jonathan Jones in the slot on McKenzie, or do you think they put possibly Marcus Jones on McKenzie and, and leave uh, Jones and uh, Jalen Mills on the outside? I think Jonathan Jones will take digs, but I yeah. think he'll have more help than they gave yeah. him last week to start with Jefferson. Yeah, I think, I mean, just watching some of the game from last year, I think you got to think about something with Miles Bryant on McKenzie in the slot. And yeah. I don't know if they're ready I've, to move to Marcus Jones, they but I know. They haven't allowed Marcus Jones to do a ton. He's fast. On he defense. can match guys in coverage. I, he's good. I do wonder, too, when they did have Marcus Jones out there on defense last time, he did end up getting hurt. Not saying that that would happen again today, but it's like, do you value him more just to give him like a special teams role because you really need him as a returner? Or do you let him go out tonight and play both? Yeah, I think it depends on how you feel about Miles Bryant and if he's, you know, progressing. And yeah, I know. would rather see Marcus Jones on uh, Isaiah uh, McKenzie, but I, I just don't think that will happen because we haven't seen enough Marcus Jones on defense. Just to throw him in there now, like that he gets scrap kind of reps here and yeah. there. I thought it was interesting. We're, we're, and we'll, we'll catch some warm ups, but we're getting some early warm ups uh, here on the other TV, and and you know, Mac is. Uh, just in a T-shirt, so I don't know. I just he's tough. He's, he's tough. He's putting on his David yeah. Andrews vibe. After you know? looking looking I cold just, last year, he seems just, like he's it's just uh, unbelievable he's, how he's, that stuff just gets so much they traction. They run wild with it. Yeah. <laughs> What's the fact one. that he's out there in a T-shirt? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm pointing it out because no, 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 not not you. You know like, what I'm the, saying? The Twitter right? machine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Pat, thanks for the call, buddy. I just I you think if, I think you know if the purpose is to warm up, wouldn't it be easier if you stayed warm? Yeah, I don't know. Well, they're, they're, they're and, I, and I want to see you throw the ball in bad weather, not like look look warm, look cold, look otherwise. Like I don't want to see you look good. I yeah. want to see you play good. Well, it was just a contrast to where they showed him warming up for the playoff game, and he was bundled up with like a scuba thing. You could only see his eyes. I mean, I know it was colder and crazier in that game probably, but it just seems like Mac is trying to adjust to the cold a little bit. It is pretty interesting too because Marcus Jones actually, Mike. Had on one of those in the Jets game. Yeah, he had on a full scuba. Like. Yeah, yeah, and he <laughs> went eighty-four with it. Everyone punt, should wear scubas. Right? Yes, <laughs> everyone's going to be touchdowns. Uh, we want to thank Bridgestone, the official tire of the New England <laughs> Patriots. <laughs> and Bridgestone tires are now on sale through December tenth. You know, it's December first. Everybody, I don't know if you knew. My that. birthday's in twenty-four days. <laughs> Did, did I know that you were a Christmas baby? You didn't, but now you do. Oh, double blessing. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Who the hell cares? I do. I'm one of the last remaining male adults on this planet who cares about people's birthdays. Tiny little bit. Uh, on sale through December 10th at all Sullivan Tire locations. Visit SullivanTire.com for a location near you. Company offers New England's leading schools and businesses technologically advanced and easy to use interactive displays, providing enhanced collaboration and improved student outcomes in the classroom, and an easy way to foster communication and teamwork in any business environment. Available in multiple sizes, TouchView also offers a built in VC, allowing for easy use through video conference systems. For more information, visit Okers.com. A million dollars for picking players? That's a lot of money, DraftKings. You know how many jokes I got to tell to make a million dollars? Probably like a half of one. Take a free shot at a million dollars with DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Verizon, the network America relies on. 
and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. Get in on the action with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the New England Patriots. New customers can download the DraftKings app now and play free for millions in prizes using code PATS. That's code PATS, only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes... Oh, no! Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra. 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. A.B. Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. Join the conversation by calling the Ace Ticket Hotline at 855-PATS-500 or email the show at webradio at patriots.com. If Mac Jones has 400-yard <laughs> celebration... Tamara, you're an absolute I mean, caution. I mean. Live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, here's Hardy. All right, let's uh, get to some of these uh, emails here and some phone calls. I'd sure. like to do the phone wait, calls for... Wait, wait, before you get there, did you hear right. that audio that just played? Uh, Everyone laughed at me when I said if Mac Jones gets to 400 yards of offense. I was close, okay? He had 382 yards last week, and people laughed at me. I was close. It, so- oh, it's, it sounds like something I would do. Uh, laughing I'll laugh at again. You for saying it I'll laugh again <laughs> if we talk about it tonight. <laughs> what, how about this? I mean, unless it's mop-up. Oh, my you know. God, that is funny. Now, I think, I don't, I think last week was a, was a better chance of him getting 400 yards versus today. It, does he get over 300 tonight? <laughs> I wouldn't say that tonight. What are the Bills going to do offensively? Yards, points, what? Points. Uh, they're going to get uh, 33 points tonight. Then, then he's going to throw for 300 yards. Josh will – I mean, uh, Mac will throw for 300 okay. yards. Okay. Has to. All right, because they're going to be playing from behind? Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. 
I don't know. Josh Allen's warming up in a Ryan Fitzpatrick jersey, so I think that might guarantee a few interceptions, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like they need a new offensive or coordinator. Or will that make him be Fitzmagic? <laughs> oh, uh, maybe a new OC. And Austin in Michigan has an idea uh, on that front. Austin, go ahead. What do you got for us? Hey, so I'm a first-time caller. Excellent. Uh, but I was thinking, um, I was listening to the podcast earlier this week, and somebody had mentioned the Kurt Warner uh, YouTube video. Yep. And I was thinking with all the discussion about, like, you know, maybe bringing back Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers next year, what would be the possibility of Kurt Warner coming in and being an offensive coordinator? Because I watched zero the YouTube video. Point and <laughs> zero. <laughs> well, <laughs> I watched the YouTube video, and it's yeah. just like listening to him talk about football. He's obviously really like knowledgeable about the game in itself and every aspect of it i mean i i felt like i learned something and i don't even play the game you know i'm just a fan so my question so you're an open book i could do well hell i could that means i could teach you about football austin i I don't want you to fall into the trap of getting enamored with with somebody uh, either as a player or a coach just because you recognize them and maybe they speak well on the game. And that includes Tom Brady. I know you love yeah. Tom Brady, uh, Austin. Do I'm looking at Deuce right now. But to me, that it's kind of like putting Tiger Woods on your Ryder Cup team for next year. Yeah. It's like, what are, we do- what are we doing? Is that really going to be your best option going forward? Or does right. it just seem like so immediate and obvious? Let's go ahead and do that. I, it just yeah. – it, it it's – it's almost too easy and simple of a fix, and there are a lot of reasons why I can think for whether it's it's Kurt Warner as the OC or any other thing like that where it's like, no, wait a second. Hold on. Let's think about this for a moment. Yeah, I think Kurt Warner probably likes doing TV and making YouTube videos rather than the grind of having to work for Bill Belichick. And, you know, I mean, I think it all sounds great in theory, but it's it's so challenging. You can put up a YouTube video and talk about what needs to happen, but getting guys to do it and execute it under pressure. I mean, that's a whole whole other thing. I, I think Kurt Warner's probably pretty happy with where he is. I don't think he's looking to get back into the OC game. And Austin, I don't mean to dismiss, uh, you know, what what you may have learned from Kurt or anything else. I talk to guys all the time and learn things, whether it's from yeah. Zoe or Ted Johnson, who is really good at explaining things and breaking things down, but I'm not ready to make either one of them any kind of a coordinator for this or any other team because it's just it's a different skill set. Explaining football to somebody like me and then coaching it at the highest of levels yeah. are two totally different things. Yeah, they're yeah. just different. It's a good video though. I mean, it just shows a lot. You know how much goes into it, and I mean, it's just it's it's a very very complex yeah. thing as as I think we've learned this year. Don't confuse. <laughs> and I, you know, the video is in any quarterback is going to be able to break down a video like that we've seen Dan Orlovsky all year, but don't confuse that with offensive coordinator he's never coached right. like so I mean not only I think Hardy's point is the the most valid like most players who had a lot of success in the league they're not interested in working you know oh. 22 hour days for you know one one hundredth of what they made as a player yeah, right. um, you know Kurt Warner probably makes a nice cushy paycheck to, to do what he does uh, breaking down stuff for NFL Network. I'm not telling you he won't get into coaching. Maybe he has that bug. But he would have to sort of get into coaching first. You can't just, like, jump in and be the, the offensive coordinator. One uh, little interesting personnel note for the Bills. The Bills' inactives are out. Uh, their rookie cornerback, Kair Elam, is one of their inactives, um, which is probably a sign that, uh, you know, as all the Buffalo writers are saying, Chris Brown. Um, oh, I just Tredavious White is going to be uh, – 
more of a full-time yeah. player tonight. I got ours. You have the inactives mm-hmm. for the Patriots. I do. Would you like to share them with us, or you want to? <sighs> I don't like them. Okay. Uh, Jalen Mills, Carl Davis, Yadni Kajust, Joshua Bledsoe, Sean Wade, Isaiah Wynn, Damian Harris. Wow. You ain't playing, guy. So, Jalen Mills, uh, that's, I mean, Yadni Kajust. Yeah. That's, I, don't, I don't like what I'm seeing. But that's surprising. So, but Trump Brown is, is active, but I, I do think you're going to see some Connor, Connor McDermott tonight. Um, and not for the reasons that we thought. Who, who's the other tackle <laughs> without Isaiah Wynn and Yodney Kajust? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm lost right now because yeah. it seems like all they really are going to go into this game with is Trent Brown and Connor McDermott. Um, they promoted Bill Murray. So they have Murray, Ference, and those are kind of, I think, just the, the only two backups. How about a little something, you know, for the effort? Sorry, I'm a little bit befuddled by this. This is... Uh, Unexpected. Troubling. And, I mean, just they got they have no depth at, so at tackle was, in this game. He was questionable after uh, after yesterday's session. The last injury report is that how he was listed, but kind of under the impression that he was going to play. Yeah. Who? Okay. Uh, Kajust. Yeah, I didn't really know much about his injury at all. Um, the Jalen Mills one worried me um, just because of the nature. Um, you know. Um, this is not 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 great. It's not great. Um, so you 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 could be dealing with a guy who was on another team's practice squad playing significant snaps tonight. If things I mean, go a certain probably way, probably every snap. <laughs> you know, and, and what do you do if like Trent Brown can't go wire to wire? Right. If Trent Brown isn't fa- isn't I mean, that going to go be on a win? when you? I think I on when you might be. Might start a tackle. I think he might be at a tackle Ferentz anyway. Right. And Fer- yeah. You know, Ferentz at that, a guard. That's a good – But well, I guess we'll see in warm-ups how they're lining up. But I think you're right, Paul. That that makes more I, I, sense uh, to me. Believe me, I'm not, I don't see anything. I don't think no, they're out there yet. But um, I think you're right. Ferentz at right guard. And when you move him to right tackle, and, and then you probably have to gonna put McDermott in there a little bit to, to sub for Trent Brown. But same thing at cornerback. So Mills is out. You've got Jay Jones, Sean Wade is out. So you got Jonathan Jones, Jack Jones, Miles Bryant, Marcus Jones. So, you know, we're talking about is Marcus Jones going to get to play? Um, seems like there might be a pretty good chance of that. But, as you know, as we talked about this week, though, Paul, big safety game. You know, maybe this is a game where they, they go with a lot of those guys and, and they kind of let the, the corner stay on the outside. But Jabril Peppers, he was another one that was sick this week, so he is active. So they do have their full complement of, of safeties. But, um yeah, we'll see. We'll Who? see. Interesting tackle Wasn't there, situation. Was Mills missing the last time that, that they played the Bills? Who was there? Was yeah. a bunch yeah. of people. Yeah, Mills, 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 Mills and Jonathan Jones missed the, the playoff game. Of the okay. Yeah. Yeah. Jonathan Jones missed all three games. Yeah, he was Buffalo. out. He was out like IR. halfway through. I think Dallas yeah. was his last game. Yep. All right, let's go back to the phones here. Um, Deshaun in uh, Virginia joining us now on the Patriots pregame show. What's going on? Hello, guys. How you guys are doing? Good. 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 Uh, I have a question uh, about the fact that um, uh, with the two games that people were pinpointing about the Patriots possibly uh, having a great chance of winning, which is between the Arizona Cardinals and Oakland Raiders, with the way things are going right now, do you guys think they actually win a game at this point? Yeah, I think Arizona. Yeah, I mean, I just I think the Patriots are an average team. So average teams, you know, don't generally lose six in a row. You know what I mean? I, I I feel like yeah they'll they'll win. I, I think they'll win more games. I think we might let, let, let's let's see how they play tonight. I mean I know they're a little shorthanded. So are the Bills. And you know let, let's see how the game unfolds. 
I'll tell you, if it's like a forty-seven to seventeen game, like the playoff game, and they don't they don't post, they don't show up, then I'm 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 yeah. with the caller. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm with Deshaun. Like if they if they get blasted tonight and don't look like they have much, yeah, you know, spirit Fold it for up. lack of a better better term, then I could see them losing to anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, and one more thing, one more thing, and the, and the reason why I say that is because throughout this summer game, you know, trip or whatever, um, I think the Vikings are gonna be. By far, like the worst defense they played the rest of the way. So if the offense doesn't do anything and the other uh, and the other offense keeps scoring, then yeah. what? Yeah. yeah, I mean the Raiders are pretty bad too. But yeah, I get your point. I, I think Cincinnati's pretty good defensively. Um, yeah, it's it's it, it, it's not going to be a cakewalk. It's not going to be a cakewalk, and they're not really built to win that way. Right. They got to find something new if they're going to win. If they're going to win a game two, that way, it's probably going to yeah. be out west. Yeah. Arizona and, and, and Vegas, I think, will score points, but they don't, they're not great yeah. defensively. It might be a game like that you could win 31-28. I think if the team, the Patriots team stays, the Patriots team we've kind of seen throughout the season, that they'll, they'll find a way to squeak out one or two more wins. If they, if they find a new gear, then maybe they can get three, four wins. Four is, four is the magic number. Yeah. I think you're looking for four to get to ten, and then you're in the playoffs, more than likely. But they've got to find a new well, gear. It's not going to be easy, though. Nope. Not going to be easy. Good teams. All right, Deshaun, thanks. We appreciate it. Um, we are uh, going to Spee in Fresno here on the Patriots pregame show, fueled by Duncan Spee. What's going on? Tamara, I love that jacket. Outstanding. Thank I, you. As a kid, I had a, a Whalers starter jacket. Oh, I hope you still have that, Spee. It's probably worth a lot of money. No, I, I don't, oh. I, and I wouldn't fit in it anymore. I will um. say it's also warm. It's cute, but it's also warm. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Very nice. <laughs> Um, I, I wanted to. One thing that you guys haven't mentioned is, uh, uh, maybe I missed it, but the, the pass rush issue, like which we saw last uh, last uh, week, was it was a problem. And Evan was making some, I thought, good points on his show about um, maybe instead of doing sort of your, I guess, mush rush thing where you're trying to corral Josh Allen, instead you just kind of bring, I guess, I don't know, if they bring the house, but you bring Judon and Deidre's wives who could be sneaky important. And with yeah. Mac Wilson spying, you, so you're just trying to go for the sacks, put a lot of pressure. And I was just kind of, yeah. I was just curious. I think that's the uh, way to go, Speed. At all, yeah. I do. I think you yeah. know there was some numbers out with 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 Josh Allen as great as he is. He hasn't been great under pressure, um, and I don't mean pressure of the game. I mean physical pass rush pressure. Pressure, um, and the other way wasn't working. So try something yeah. different. Die with your boots on. I agree, especially with the arm. Yeah. The injury. So I went. I went. I you know. Kicking around in between watching Hardy's show today, which was, of course, wonderful. I watched, you know, oh. just some of the highlights from last year's games. But the thing that like it kept coming to me was Josh Allen. Like you gotta get him. Like there's so many times in these last few games where they almost get him, and then he gets away and he makes a big play. You have to finish him, and you know I like this idea of trying to go after him and get him. But if you go after him and you get him, you gotta get him. Like if he gets out, that's when he makes some of his best plays. The other, the other piece of it, too, that, that's a little bit concerning to me is just Singletary. I don't think we talked about him enough. They don't really seem focused on running the ball. They just kind of wait for you to overplay the pass, and then all of a sudden they start hitting those little checkdowns with him. Um, just a team that knows what they are, what they do. I think he's just a, a tough piece to match up because you forget about him, and, and I, I, I worry about him tonight having some big plays. All right, Speed, appreciate I like it. That phrase, I like that phrase about get, getting to Josh Allen. It's the Bill Murray thing again from Ghostbusters. Get her. Just go get him. <laughs> that was your whole plan? Get her? <laughs> All right. All right, Go thanks. <laughs> Shh. 
Do you smell something? Uh, <clears throat> that's the rock. No, cooking? that's oh. that's also Ghostbusters. But I believe that uh, yeah. that wasn't Bill Murray. That was uh, I, I. I don't remember who said it. They hate this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Venkman. There's a lot of good ones. There's a lot of good stuff. We, yeah, we already did a little uh, a little Lewis earlier, didn't we? That was, that was some kind of Lewis. We did. Yes, yeah. have some. <laughs> Um, you're welcome <laughs> to uh, email the program here too, webradio at patriots.com. Uh, like Jay in Manchester, New Hampshire. Uh, hey, Hardy, I know what a buffalo is. What is a bill? That's <laughs> Jay in Manchester. Hmm, that's a good question. We don't really talk about that enough, do we? So, I mean, as in the Buffalo Bill, and that's who they're named after, I would assume. Oh, yeah, that's part like Pat Patriot. I feel like we're finally getting but that would this be question. A, it's yeah. been looming over us this whole time. We've never highlighted it. Like, what the heck is a We've bill? We've never really talked about it before. So I assume... Bill Belichick, Bill Parcells, yeah, the Bills. That, that is interesting. Someone's got to know. I would just like to say that Google is free. And so that I don't, no, I don't trust just Google. Google this. I don't there, trust are, there are a precious few things in life that are ungoogleable. Like what? I don't think this is one of them, but maybe it is. I'm, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. So we'll, we'll work I on I will say that I get the question of, like, what's a hokey? Like, the Virginia Tech hokies? Like everyone's like, what yeah, is that? It's kind of hokey, you know? Well, that but that is a, a totally legit. It's a valid question. It's a, it's a valid like, question. What, what is, is a hokey bird? What, what is a hokey? What mean patriots? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> um, the, the bills. The bills. Um, so I hold on. I'm, I, fi- I'm finding n- now. Okay. Well, I'll talk to Mike while you, you you're on Google, yeah. Mike. So I was I wasn't able to f- um, finish hearing behind enemy lines because I had to run. But um, yeah, she was she was like, where did where did sorry. she go? Where did Tamara go? She was upset. She thought you didn't like her. <laughs> but I want to follow up on something that she said about um, in making the Patriots one dimensional. She thought they would focus more on Ramondre Stevenson. I'm I'm like. I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm indifferent yeah. on that. Well, it's kind of funny when, I mean, Paul and I were saying when you talk to someone else who has an outside perspective uh-huh. of your team and they've scouted your team mm-hmm. and, and then they come at it from a different angle. And just like we come at it from a different angle, when we like look at other mm-hmm. teams, I feel like, um, you know, it's just funny to hear her like pumping up the defense of like, oh man, they got it. You know, and, and around here we're, we've been kind of, yeah. you know, a little bit concerned because the defense hasn't, mm-hmm. you know, played all that great the last, you know, uh, last week, obviously um, the pressure hasn't been great the last couple of weeks. And I mean, another part of that too is I think far more going out you know I don't think yeah. we've given enough kind mm-hmm. of credit to that but um, but I see what she's saying just because I think the Bills have had a lot of problems mm-hmm. with third down running backs and backs who can receive out of the backfield um, you know so I, I mean I, I get where she's coming at you look at the Patriots offense and what stands out Ramondre Stevenson um, but I also think that the context of it of they've had trouble running him traditionally I mean a lot of what he's gotten has been there's not much there, mm-hmm. and somehow he dodges tackles and, mm-hmm. and is able to make something out of nothing. So um, he's got to have a huge game. Pierre Strong, Kevin Harris are, are, are both active and, and dressed, so no J.J. Taylor this week. Maybe we'll get I, one of those young guys to, to, to yeah. spell Ramondre a little bit. I think I, I don't think he can go wire to wire right now. Yeah. You know? I was interested they didn't, act, they didn't you know, elevate J.J. Taylor. Interesting uh, with Pierre Strong. Decided, we know yeah. what happened last mm-hmm. week with him. So, right. you know, are we ready to throw him in on third down pass protection? Or, you know, just mm-hmm. do those guys just get a couple carries to, to spell Stevenson? I just I just worry about Stevenson. You know, you got six games mm-hmm. left. Like, you need him yep. to be ready to go. You, you don't know what, what the deal with Harris is. So, yeah, some concern there. I also am, am – I know we were, you know, a little bit sad about the inactive list. But, I'm you know, obviously it's positive to see David Andrews back. Um, and also Jacoby Myers. I'm happy that, yeah. you know, he didn't end up on that list either, especially after what happened in, in last week's game. 
because um, I think that he's he's a reliable guy for Mac Jones. Sure no Damian is. Harris. It's like you're going to need Jacoby Myers out there. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And I mean, uh, uh, Harris, we knew was going to be out, but you know, the the I guess even the 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 question and the questionable of Jacoby Myers really put into doubt. It's like how much you're really going to be able to compete in this game if you take away, you know, the reliability of somebody like Myers. You're mm-hmm. going to need Mac to to you know, to move the ball and to have someone to move it to tonight. So Jacoby being in is is huge. I feel bad for Mac Jones in the sense of I feel like he just hasn't had his starting like offensive line. Like yeah. since yeah. like he, he since he's gotten back he has not had a like the healthy original offensive line that he came into the season with. And obviously that's like the NFL where like injuries happened. Like it just happens yeah. to everybody. No, Shouldn't be overlooked. It's a big thing I talked about earlier, just the, the overall unreliability of, of the tackles this year and, and a lot of times surprises mm-hmm. like this with, oh, hey, Trent Brown's not available. Or, oh, hey, Isaiah mm-hmm. Wins hurt. Like, those things just seem to, to continually pop up. Uh, the name, in fact, nope. comes from legendary frontiersman Buffalo Bill. And according to Wikipedia, which is never wrong, um, only the only the the name solely for recognition as Buffalo Bill Cody had no special connection with the city of Buffalo. He did, however, live for a few years in nearby Rochester, and three of his children are buried at Mount Hope Cemetery in Rochester. But just the name alone, Buffalo Buffalo Bill, where the Buffalo Bills. That's it. That's that's where it is. Cool story, asshole. Well, the Hardy. Somebody asked Hardy Morell. Hardy. And I'm answering. Had to answer. History lesson over. Well, I, it's funny because I... Uh, Why don't we I, talk about your jacket some more? <laughs> my jacket is cooler than that history story you just shared. Well, when I drove back cross-country, when I moved back, we, me and my dad, we stopped in Nebraska at Buffalo Bill's like ranch. Like He has a ranch in Nebraska, so that's why I was confused. I'm like, why, do the, why does Buffalo got him? So, I don't know. It's just strange. Okay, wait. I have another um, story that's been floating on the internet, which Uh-oh. actually I see it on the screen right now. So, since someone wanted to bring up Kurt Warner potentially being an OC here, um, have you seen the Tom Brady tweets coming here? <laughs> Like oh yeah, I feel like that's a stretch, but that's just me. I, I don't see how why. There's no way. I don't see how or why. Um, but if, if people, I don't know. I feel it feels so to me like th- Jeff so Howe threw this out there as like a maybe thing, and people okay. are taking it as and, a, so, uh, and people a real are like, maybe. that's why the Patriots are fixing the cap space so they can pay him. I'm like, what? so many things would like, need would to Tom happen. Brady Number one, Tom Brady would want to come back here. Uh-huh. Okay, mm-hmm. which I don't think he left on the best of terms. Yes, they have enormous respect for each other. Okay, uh, number two, you would have to completely give up on Mac Jones. He's not the guy, and so instead Grab we're going to go wood, in this Bob. direction. <laughs> number three, and this one I don't think it's talked about enough. The owner would have to sign off on bringing Tom Brady back when Tom Brady, in part, chose to leave here and did not want to finish his career with the New England Patriots. Right. So those are just three of the 1,900 things mm-hmm. that would have to happen in order right. for Tom Brady to return and quarterback this team for, what, a year? Two at the most at the age of 47, 40. What, what, what are we doing? What are we talking about? I don't, I don't get it. Like, can we role play for a second? Hey, Tom, why do you want to go back to New England? Do you have, like, what, what? Like, just give me a, like, what? They're loaded. <laughs> <laughs> they are? I, I just realized. I love playing for Bill. Yeah. You I, do? Right? I think the only way. That They've got a great offensive a, coordinator. I, they do? I feel like I feel like he would come back and, and it would just kind of be the proof of, like, 
see like he was nothing without me now I'm back and I can just carry the team on <laughs> oh victory. so he's coming back to spite even more like I won yeah. without you and now I'm gonna come and now back, come back oh. and, and, and flip the team around <laughs> I don't, I don't Bill are it. you ready to admit that you can't win without Tom Brady I am <laughs> bring him back I mean like, wait, can we just stop <laughs> can we know. stop this seems ridiculous uh, I, I like I said earlier I think Mac is the quarterback next year no matter how this season ends uh, everything else could possibly you know change be adjusted but I don't think that's a change. Maybe you know, maybe after next year, you get through three years of Mac. That's where you got to make the decision: Are we going to pick up his fifth-year option? Um, you know, maybe if you get to that point, I could I could see maybe then that's a little bit more of an inflection point. If you wanted to consider, you know, uh, hey, let's just go for it. Let's bring in Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady, or one of these old quarterbacks. But I just I I can't see Brady coming back here until he's getting his red jacket in the Hall of Fame. That's that's the next time he'll be here, I think. Well, let's uh, let's stay on the, the subject of Brady for a moment and speak with Brady in Canada. Huh? Tom? Tom? No, Tom? Tom. Tom. <laughs> no, go ahead, Brady. What do you got for us? Hey, guys. Tommy, how are you this evening? Hi. Hey, Brady. Uh, just had a question for you guys to chew over more of a scheme game plan thing, and it might be more of a, an Evan question, but... Um, Dealing with these dual-threat quarterbacks like Josh Allen, I think taking him away tonight is obviously priority number one. And it seems like we fail. Every time we try to do this, we come up with the same game plan. And I was thinking back to, do you remember that Chargers-Ravens playoff game from 2018 where Anthony Lynn deployed seven defensive backs? I don't think he used a single linebacker that entire game. And it totally shut down Lamar Jackson. He had to resort to throwing. It didn't work. And I thought it was brilliant. And I know Bill values size and strength in his linebackers above anything else but like, at what point can we have some speed on defense I know that Evan was talking about you know Jabril and Devin tonight playing safeties down low spying and stuff like that yeah uh, what do you guys think yeah I mean it's uh it's 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 tough. I mean, I would I would point out too. Adrian Phillips was a big part of that with the, with the Chargers when they when they busted that out on the Ravens. Uh, you know, Evan did talk about that this week. Of you know, could they go use all these safeties? I mean, I think we're all a little bit worried about J- J- uh, Bentley and Tavai a little bit as the bigger linebackers. And you know, when they get stuck trying to chase Singletary or trying to chase Josh Allen, it's 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 not it's not going well for the Patriots defense. So. Um, I don't know. I hear what you're saying. I mean, there's not a lot of easy answers though, because Josh Allen's so good, and it's it's no. If we can just do this, he'll it, it'll work out for us. He's great. He makes plays late in the down. He's got the ability to get away. To he's big. He can break tackles. So um, I just again, I think it goes back to you got to get after him. You got to when you get the chance to hit him, you got to hit him, and, and you got to get him to the ground. You can't let him buy time with his legs and, and pick you apart. He's just he's done it too much the last couple of games. I don't know what the answer is though. Um, I, I just I hope maybe tonight we see something that's a little bit different that says hey they they thrown a little bit of a curveball at him that would at least be you know a little bit encouraging that that, that they're, they're trying to you know drum something new and, and different up for him. All right, Brady. Yeah, I just, yeah, thank you. All right, thanks. Appreciate it. Eight five five Pats five hundred Web Radio at Patriots dot com. We'll go to Chris in Tallahassee now on the Patriots pregame show. Hi, Chris. What's going on, guys? Hey, How you doing? Coming sort of a frequent caller at this point. Probably the only caller you get in Tallahassee. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. Really? Oh, All sure. Right. Well, um, We're big down two south. things. One, talking about free agency. I wanted to touch on that before I get in tonight. Do you guys at all entertain the, the subject of bringing in Odell Beckham? I know it's been beating a dead horse here the past few years, but are you guys on board with that? I'd I love am. it. I am. I love him. I and don't think he has any interest in the Patriots, but I, I would love to bring him in. I thought that they said that he... he 
Like Bill Belichick he loved he him. Yeah. yeah. No, and that he would love no. to come here. Well, he's supposed to visit and the Bills tomorrow. He, he, he said he wants to go to teams that have great passing attacks and great quarterbacks. Yeah, I agree he with loves, that. He loves Bill <laughs> Belichick. I don't know. I mean, right. I, I get why everybody's saying that, but at the same time, like, we have these guys that you can't really figure out how to get the ball to them consistently. Like, why? what makes us think that we're going to bring Odell in and, and that's going to make it any different? Like, I, I'd love to – I mean, he's a great player. I wish that this offense could use him and, and, mm-hmm. and use his skill set, but I just have no confidence that they could bring him in and that he would make any kind of difference. Promise me you'll bring that up on Tuesday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So you're not in favor of the – the big dog receiver. Oh, no, no. I, I mean, generally I am, but at this point right now, I just feel like, what's the point for yeah. the last five games? He's going to come cool. in here and what catch Well, I don't want to sign him for five <laughs> games. I want to give him like a three-year yeah. deal and let yeah. him be the, the big dog. Is he still the big dog? Oh, okay. He's not yeah. the big dog. I, I, I think that... i revisit this on Tuesday. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> I think that uh, like the tackle situation is probably bigger than getting a number one wide receiver right now, but I would like... I would take Odell. No, and I would take him. In, in, in preparation for our Tuesday conversation, if there's one thing I'm taking from this year, it's that we do need that big dog receiver. Yeah. But, I, I mean, we can talk about Odell, whether he's that guy or not. I just, I mean, i just like to see more production overall from the passing game and, you know, feel like, hey, when we plug that guy in, he's going to be able to be productive. All right. Uh, we got to step aside again. Uh, well, first of all, we want to thank FedEx. We are ready for the holidays. And when I say we, I mean they. I am not ready, but FedEx, ready for the holidays. Also, Dapper Labs uh, and NFL All Day with NFL All Day. Your favorite Patriots highlights become digital video collectibles called Moments. Not only can you buy and sell them on a secure marketplace full of thousands of NFL fans, you can also use them to compete in epic game day challenges. Check it out and find some moments from all your favorite Patriots players on NFLAllDay.com. Touchview Interactive from the Yokers Company offers New England's leading schools and businesses technologically advanced and easy-to-use interactive displays, providing enhanced collaboration and improved student outcomes in the classroom, and an easy way to foster communication and teamwork in any business environment. Available in multiple sizes, Touchview also offers a built-in PC, allowing for easy use through video conference systems. For more information, visit Okers.com. A million dollars for picking players? That's a lot of money, DraftKings. You know how many jokes I got to tell to make a million dollars? Probably like a half of one. Take a free shot at a million dollars with DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Verizon, the network America relies on, and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. Get in on the action with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the New England Patriots. New customers can download the DraftKings app now and play free for millions in prizes using code PATS. That's code PATS, only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes... Oh, no. Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture-proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. 
Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. A.B. Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. Join the conversation by calling the Ace Ticket Hotline at 855-PATS-500 or email the show at webradio at patriots.com. I didn't have uh, Paul having his punching bag being Iggy Azalea on my bingo card tonight. That's a good point. (laughs) Live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, here's Hardy. Hey, Patriots fans. Yes. It's always... Yeah, you oh, especially were talking to us. I'm, well, I'm talking to Deuce. Yeah, so look yeah. at him over there. Yeah, yeah, yes. I'm a Do I have an opportunity? Is there something? It's always ga- it's always game on with Duncan, which is why grabbing a coffee is the most important game day ritual. Because the best call for football is Duncan, the official coffee of the New England Patriots. America runs on Duncan. Don't crumble that. We need that. We need that. No, we watch no, this. No. Boom! Right in the trash. Did not go in. Ah. Uh, so well, I threw my when you thing out on the. Uh, on the sports hub, mm. on my other chin wag. Yeah. And, and um, just now really, you did. Yeah, it didn't really get uh, much of a no. reaction either way. Well, what, what's the did problem? Did move the needle? I guess not. I don't know. I, I Doesn't it make sense to try to get your five best guys out there? I know one of the, um, on Twitter, someone said, you know, like they're, they're actually not, a, w- without Von Miller, they're more concerning inside. Okay. Than outside, which, I, you know, I. I could probably agree with that, yeah. but like, I would still rather have Ference and Awenu on the field than Awenu and Connor McDermott. Right now, it might be McDermott. Who knows? Um, and I think we might have to see McDermott anyway because I'm not sure yeah. you're going to go post to post with right. with Trent Brown. Uh, it's not, as they say, not ideal. Not ideal. <laughs> Do you know how many not ideals there were yesterday when the Trent Brown thing? I like I was composing. A tweet, I was getting ready to be like, not ideal, not great. Like, everybody, not ideal, not not great. That's, you know, yep, that's true. Not well, I think, I think there's a lot of just hand-wringing going on right now, and for good reason, when you start talking about uh, just the overall health of the offensive line right now, what things are going to look like tonight. I mean, it's one thing to talk about it in the abstract in the days leading up to it, to the game, but when you know, look at the inactives and you think about, wait a second, what's going to happen out there tonight? 
I, some people just don't even want to talk about it, Paul. I don't think it's a bad thing for you to float out there, a bad thing to to uh, bring up. But I just, I, it's one of those things people just don't even want. Oh, I don't want to think about that. <laughs> oh, it's happening, sweetheart. Uh, you, you cannot think about it all you want, but yeah. it's still going to happen. Yep, yep. Um, I want to talk to Will, who is in Hawaii. And I just want to talk about Hawaiian things more than anything. I but really we'll, want to go to Hawaii. You pre- have you been oh, to Hawaii? Man. I've never been. I just want to go. <laughs> I'm oh. going. I'm going in, little, in June. Hold on. It's, you, a little, it's a little cloudy out here today, but hey, we're in Hawaii. Yeah. Um, I want to start this off by saying, man, I have, I have so much uh, respect for you guys. The, the, the fact that um, you guys can sit there in a, uh, in a professional setting behave professionally when we have this mammoth epic game just in over just over an hour away i mean i can barely sit in my own living room i, I can't imagine what you know <laughs> sitting somewhere doing a podcast um i've had butterflies since i woke up this morning I, I, this game cannot come quick enough but anyway here, here's my point here's what i want to ask you guys okay and trust me i didn't need any more juice to get me fired up for this game but i'm listening to wick in, 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 in Greg, and they have actually made the case, Wiggy has, that this is the biggest game in Mac Jones's career. Don't know if you guys seen the segment or whether you agreed with him, but I was um, interested to get you guys' thoughts on that. <laughs> Haven't seen, I didn't see the segment, and I do not agree with that. I believe a playoff game is a bigger game than this, but... Well, he, well, his, his reasoning, and I agree with you and, until he started getting into his reasoning, is because basically, you know, I I feel like our season's on the line tonight. How does Mac respond? It's a fork in the road game. I mean, you either go one way or the other. I think this game is going to go so far in in determining how we look at Mac Jones. Can you go toe to toe with Josh Allen? Do we need someone else in here? You got Tom Brady somewhere off in the in the abyss. You know, like um, I'm going to talk you like off the ledge. On, I'm going to I'm going to talk you off the ledge on two points here. Will number one, even Josh Allen didn't look like Josh Allen in his second year. No, so there is so so you don't have to worry about him looking like Josh Allen tonight. Number two, this is not the game that you look at as the Patriots, and I'm not circling wins for them. We talked about this in Zoe Beetle. We circled games that they had to win, and this was not a game that they had to win. Well, and that's why I don't really look at it. As, I mean. I think that Mac Jones has a lot to gain. I think he has a lot to gain tonight. I think if he sure. if he puts another really strong performance up offensively and he gets them over the hump and they score a lot of points and win a big game, I think he has a lot to gain. But I don't look at it as a closure of you know a book on Mac Jones if it doesn't go well. And that to me, like biggest games of careers are like you know crossroads games. I, I think he can go. I think he can play well and lose tonight and and. You know, I, I think most people expect them to lose tonight. Mm. Yeah. Right? I mean, they, oh, they're, I, they're Although I am a little um, curious about the spread that's kind of gone from five to three and a half. But I don't know. Well, that's, you said maybe, oh, that, maybe that, that, that for another time. My excitement. <laughs> okay, <laughs> adding to the excitement. That's what I'm here for. Well, yeah. well I'll, t- I'll just leave you with this. If you if you start getting worried and you start feeling a little anxious, but look out the window. You're in Hawaii. Okay, <laughs> don't worry about it. Everything's gonna oh, be fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah remember guess, that. Guys. Okay. Hey, 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 hey uh, great show, guys. Thanks, Will. You guys, keep it up. Bye. All right, thank you. So, thank you. thanks, Will. Uh, I du- really want to go to Hawaii. Deuce is gonna look you up in June. <laughs> That's right. 
Why don't you go with Deuce? Yeah. Morel, every time I say it, Matt, like, just just gets disgusted because he spent a lot of time in Hawaii, and it's not I will go back to Afghanistan before I go back to Hawaii. (laughs) What? Who the? What? I'm my mother. What? What? He's probably doing trainings for Marines. Are you doing Marine trainings there, Matt? did. I don't plan on doing anything strenuous in any way, shape, or form. It wasn't just the uh, outrageous price of groceries. My my roommate... Marine trainings were the best part of Hawaii. (laughs) Oh, my fa- my roommate from college uh, was a ROTC guy, and after uh, he went out, he had to you know spend some time, and uh, he got stationed in Hawaii. Loved it so much, stayed there for like another eight years. I like the smell of pineapple and hepatitis B. What can I say? Okay, well let's Ooh. not. He's in a bit of a mood. Oh jeez! Wow, it's the it's the prime time games. Yeah. He's been here all it's day mad, already. Right? It's, yeah, it's a long day for it's here too for early, Matt. All right, instead we'll go to uh, Lucas and Taunton. Lucas, thanks for joining us on the Patriots pregame show. What's up? Uh, to bring up Fred and Mike's favorite point, uh, what quarter do you think the Patriots will force the Bills to punt in? And also, will the crowd be aware and give them a, oh, yeah. you know, a raucous cheer for that? A thousand percent. Um, I'm going to say first quarter. I think it comes out. It's, it's, it's So here's the thing. You get a mock, do you get a mock cheer tonight? Yes. On a punt, hundred percent, and I think that you only will get a mock cheer if the punt comes like after several scoring drives. But how do yeah. you know? How do you know it's a mock cheer if you stop? You the, if, you stop the, if you stop them on third down, yeah. no. But there's a roar for stopping them on third down, and there's a hey <laughs> for stopping them on third down. I agree. There's a. Difference I think if they stop them on the opening drive of the game. It's not going to be a mock cheer. It's going to be an eruption. The crowd's going to be into this game at the beginning of the game, and they're going to they're going to cheer wildly. But let's say it, it starts off touchdown, touchdown, field goal. You know, and then maybe you go into the the third quarter, and all of a sudden you get a punt. You're going to get a mock cheer. It's okay. going to happen. Uh, we're looking at uh, warm ups right now. Kevin Harris for the uh, Patriots. Yeah, don't. Don't get uh, Kevin Harris looks like he's trimmed down a little since training camp. His thighs don't. We are, no, Quadzilla. <laughs> uh, we we still um, we, we haven't seen a lot of him. I don't really think in, since since the summer. You're going to see one of those guys. I mean, no JJ Pierre, Taylor tonight. I mean, you're probably going to get Pierre Strong least, and uh, Kevin P- Harris. Uh, let Pierre Strong get in. They're both there. up as the kids like to say tonight. Would you? I I know Paul doesn't want to, but I know Deuce is dying to. You want to engage in any uniform talk just for a moment here, because I oh, have sure. I have to say, yeah. if there's any night worthy of a little uniform talk, <laughs> it's a night like this. I, I was just going to say I like that they activated uh, Tristan Vizcaino, who's number 14. So you get a 14 red jersey, a little bit of uh, you know Steve, little Steve Grogan flavor there for the for the old school guys. Um, but uh, I don't know. They is look, he wearing the neck brace? No, I know that's that's the big. That's key not doing team. anything for you. Oh, I love it. I love it. I mean, it just it reminds me of uh, you know of being a kid when the Patriots stunk. Okay. <laughs> no, I love these uniforms. They're uh, they're toit. Uh, before we get <laughs> toit like tigers. Very toit. Uh, before we uh, get to any more phone calls here, Paul, I believe you have something for us. I do. It's always uh, this time of the the show when we're watching the. The warm-ups, the pregame warm-ups on the field, and yeah. I get to my key data point presented by Demand Science. Um, this is about Josh Allen. We were just talking about this uh, a little while ago. And, you know, sort of which Josh Allen do you get? Hardy, you brought up the fact that uh, even Josh Allen wasn't Josh Allen, really, in his second year. Took him three, you know, into year three and mm-hmm. beyond. Um, so the numbers would bear that out against the Patriots, Mike. Because in the first four games that Josh Allen went against New England, 
Uh, Josh Allen went one and three with three touchdowns and six interceptions for a passer rating of 57.8. Since then, against New England, he's three and one with 13 touchdowns, no interceptions, and a 122.5 passer rating. So clearly uh, the, the key data point presented by Demand Science would tell you that uh, this is a much different guy that you're facing now than you did when he first got into the league. And I don't need that stat to tell me you have to watching him play the last couple. Well, times. I needed it because I didn't believe it, so I needed, I needed the stat. Well, I mean, those are the numbers that bear it out. But I would also say, uh, in in defense of Josh Allen and Mike, I think I can't remember if you were here. Were you here the the year that uh, it might have been still Andy? We played Buffalo late in the season on a Saturday. And the numbers weren't great. It was like a 50% completion percentage, but he made some throws in that game yeah, that, that was were me. tremendous. That was the 19, that was the 19th season. Was it the 19th they season? Lost, they lost, it was a big game. Like Buffalo was like creeping there. around, yep. Um, yep. and uh, they fell short. But even at the end of the game, if you remember, Something he completed brilliant. a bomb, got inside the 10, and the Patriots defense made a stand and ended up holding. I think they won like 24-17, something like that. But it was a really – and this year number 14 right there. with there uh, Good look, right? Tristan Viscaino. He's a tall fella. Uh, Viscaino. It's funny how they look so much bigger on TV than when we're watching him in training camp when we're eight miles up yeah. on the red level. He's been all around. I mean, he's been like on the team, off the team. It's just one of those like random, you know, the life of a fringe NFL practice squatter. But um, I wonder if they'll, let, if they'll do anything other than just kick off. It's a, a nice night for him. Uh, you want to do phone calls before we do the over-unders? All right, let's do that because I'm not going to keep Eldred in North Carolina hanging on any longer. Uh, Elder, what's going on, my friend? How y'all doing, fellas? Good. Tonight, I'm on, I'm like Will. I'm on pins and needles for this game. I'm just wondering. And uh, Matt, I served in Hawaii too for three years, from '79 to '82. And as the military guys, we understand the feeling over there, <laughs> you know. But as tourists, it's something else, you know. I've been as a tourist. But, um, huh? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes, military is something else when you're military over there. But um, question. What would y'all consider a win if we don't win? <laughs> no moral victories in week 13. I'm sorry, Eldred. There is no win unless you win tonight. And and part of that is based on the fact that Buffalo uh, does not look unbeatable. They are, uh, they are on paper and by record a better team, but they can be beaten by teams that are not as good as them. We've seen it happen a couple of times already this season. So you're at home. You're both, uh, you know, coming off the same amount of rest after playing on Thanksgiving last week. You you either win tonight or you don't. There are no moral victories, at least from where I sit. Yeah, Paul? I totally agree. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. At this point in the season, okay. your playoff hopes hanging by a thread. I, you know, you've seen what Josh Allen's done to them the last couple times. That we know the offense has had a, you know, had some positive things to take from that Vikings game. They've got to put it all together. The win's all that matters tonight. But Eldred, let's let's force a punt, and we'll okay, and then we'll have then we'll, we'll have a chat. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you're at, I mean, <laughs> if, is Barmore playing tonight? Nope. No. Barmore's on IR. He's out tonight and, and okay. next week, and then he's IR. eligible to return. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks, fellas. We're right. for the game, and you have a good one. Thanks, you all too, Eldred. Uh, Kevin in South Carolina also wants to back up uh, what Eldred and Marie Matt say about Hawaii. Yes. What is it, Kevin? <laughs> Hawaii is the worst. <laughs> I, got, I, I didn't use the word I used talking to Matt yet. Yeah, I'm on air. Okay, all right. And uh, you also have a Steve Grogan story? Oh, if you'll take one, boys, I'd, yeah. I'd like to tell it. Oh, oh please. please. Well, yeah. I love it. 
Does it involve throwing an interception? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, he was with John Waz and the quarterback. No. Um, in the early 90s, I got to be the bad boy for the Boston Gray Sox when they played my hometown, you know, cops and firefighters. Okay. Steve Grogan was the single coolest guy I ever got to meet uh, as a kid. I'm serious. He's a class act. Absolutely. Yeah. Just, uh, that's my whole comment, boys. Love the show. Right. Love Unfiltered. Love All Access. Everything you do makes me feel like I'm back home. <laughs> nice. Thank you a bunch, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you. it. Thanks, Kevin. And he's right about Steve Grogan. And, I like, I, okay. I uh, had a lot of opportunities to interact with him, I would say, probably the, during, like, the first 10 years or so that I worked here. He was here a lot. Mm-hmm. And... Um, just absolutely tremendous great storyteller um just a really down-to-earth humble kind of guy i just I really lo- really fun to be around i love the combination of humility uh the ability to tell stories and toughness you know and it's so rare that you get all three or even two of those uh in, in a tough guy but krogan i mean let's face it I mean, him and Tip, they were the, they were the patriots for me growing up that right. was you know everything which you know oh and here they come Big oh, yeah. Mac. And there they are, having, having the, time the time of, of their, their lives. lives. <laughs> your quarterbacks are taking the field here at Gillette Stadium. And here he is, having the time of his life. Michelle in South Carolina has the time of her life every day. She's never had a bad day, Michelle in South Carolina, except oh, maybe the what day you were lost mo- in the woods. What was her movie today? That cracked me up. I was- I was going to say, except when I got lost in the woods. Right, other than that. And what, what movie did <laughs> what you keep Kevin, bringing up today? What was today? your Kevin Bacon movie? I said, um, up in the air. No. Or something. The, what, wait, the, what was it? The air, the air up there. Up, <laughs> the air up there. Right. That's a, What is it again? The air up there. <laughs> That's all. That's for all the people who don't get their Boston accent uh, <laughs> there it is. enough. Daddy, yeah, you're not com- supposed to make fun of me. Oh, oh, what are you oh, talking about, stop. Michelle? I do it because I love. <laughs> right. I love you too. All right. What do you got in the game? All right. Let's talk football. Yeah. Okay. So my, I think I agree with all of you saying. I don't think the Bills this year are unbeatable. Like. We all thought maybe at the beginning of the year. Sure. Um, I think Josh has proven that he can throw interceptions actually at a easier pace this year than last year if you can throw different designs at him. I feel like if we can be a little bit more creative at um, hiding up riches, you know, having a spy a little bit more than we have in the past games, I think we can confuse him. I think keeping them on third and shot, short, whatever, S-H-O-R-T-S, <laughs> um, that will be able to keep um, them on uh, third down and punch if we can make sure that he's not running on third downs because I think he averages six, I don't know, six yards a game, maybe five um, I believe we need to keep the ball out of his hands on third down. Okay, so Michelle, the, I think we'll, I'm, I'm giving you fair warning. I'm going to hang up because we've, you know, we got a lot of show left to get in the last 30 minutes. Thanks for calling in. This is a, a good question for Josh Allen in particular. Do you think of him as a passer or a runner first uh, for the Patriots defense tonight? Passer, yeah, passer. You can't yeah. allow. I think Bill said it um, on Tuesday. I want to say. 
you can't just be standing around watching him throw the ball all over you. Um, they're very dangerous when he gets in a in, in a rhythm, and he's certainly dangerous as a runner. Um, and I, I, I'm curious to see how many times they um, send him on design runs tonight. I don't think that they've yeah. done that a lot lately, and I think it has to do with his health. Uh, yeah. You know, I think that Detroit game. I didn't watch it wire to wire. I watched the most of the second half, and I only remembered two designed runs, and they were the last two plays of the game. Now, he ran otherwise, but I'm, I, I'm just talking about, you know, he's looking at they come out, they got, you know, maybe power on one side, tight end, and it's just shotgun, he checks, and just runs around the end because yeah. it's a numbers game. Especially like third and short, yeah, fourth and Yeah, he knows short. he's going to be one-on-one with a linebacker or a defensive back, and he's going to yeah. beat that guy and, and get 10 yards and pick up a first down. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a big problem. I mean, and they've got to look at what Lamar Jackson did, what Justin Fields did to this defense. I mean, they have problems with it, but like Paul said, it's you know you have to be willing to put your quarterback in harm's way. So there is a bit of a gamble on that. Um, but I think he does, you know, the late and the down stuff, that's what worries me. The fourth, the third and fourth yard, you know, fourth downs, short yardage, that's just where he's an absolute nightmare to deal with. Um, you know, and I think going back to last year's games too, like they got the third and long a lot. And they just couldn't get off the field. I mean, McKenzie yeah. killed them in that first game, or you know, not the the first yeah. post win game. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's just you get to those situations. You, the, the Patriots they got to get off the field tonight. Like it's just so so critical. And that's been the the thing that's sticking out about the Bills' offense lately is they have struggled in short yardage. They've struggled, and I think Maddie mentioned their red zone struggles. Uh, you know, although you know. She don't know from red zone struggles. <laughs> you yeah, don't even know. She's talking about fifty three percent. The Patriots would kill for that. That was cute. Um, but th- they um, they have had trouble. Uh, you know, this is a team that doesn't doesn't generally line up and tell you we're we're going to run the ball between the tackles. Yeah. And they don't have a lot of success doing that. So I think in you know I, I think what Josh Allen likes to do is maybe he picks his spots in, in situations like that, and I think he looks at you know different games in different ways. My guess is he'll look at a game like tonight as a game that they need those, and he'll take him on on his own shoulders. We saw him do that last year in that game, the day after Christmas. He had um, at least three really, really impressive runs that he converted first downs. All right, it is time for the over-unders. Let's do it. And here it's time for this week's edition of Over-Unders. You're over me? When were you under me? Things are getting interesting in the over-under season-long race. Um, I am choking. uh, Maureen, what happened last week? What's uh, what's the overall standing? Hardy and Mike, 4-2. Paul, 3-3 last week. On the season, Mike, 36-30. Paul, 36-30. Hardy, 35-31. Wow! Wowie, wow, wow! That's close. Right? The only way it gets closer if I were one pick better. What happens tonight? Let's find out. Let's do it. Mac Jones passing touchdowns, one and a half. We begin with Mike yeah. Deuce, Deuce, Deuce. Yeah, let's kick it off with some positivity. I think he's got two TD throws in him tonight. He uh, he better if they're going to stay in this one. So I, I'm going to say over. Yeah, me too. I, I like the over. Uh, I like a lot of different scenarios that that gets over. Um. I am just playing this, and I, I, I don't want to be accused of, you know, just being the contrarian here to try and gain some ground here. You can pick whatever you want. Hunter. Okay. You're a big boy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and be consistent here. That offensive line scares me tonight. I'm going under. 
Ramondre Stevenson, rushing yards, 61 and a half. Paul, we start with you. Okay, I am going to go under that number tonight. So, again, sticking with my just theory that Mac Jones is going to be affected more by the offensive line uh, deficiencies tonight, uh, more so than anything else. They're going to rely on the running game, and um, I know what you're saying, Paul. Playing from behind, they're going to have to throw the ball. I'm not buying it. I'm going over. Yeah, this one's a real tough call for me. Um, was for me, too. I'm going to go with Paul, though. I, I, I think it's going to be a throwing game, and I think Stevenson could maybe do more of his damage. Little check downs, taking them to the house, that kind of stuff. Exactly. It's going to be tough running up the middle. You don't really know about the offensive line, so I'm going to go. I'm going to go under on that one. Josh Allen passing yards, 268 and a half. Yes, I am going over on Josh Allen uh, throwing. I think Josh Allen has a close to 300-yard game in him tonight pretty easily. Yeah, that, w- that would be a special night. Hold him under that. I think he goes over. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I'm not going to pull the hardy and just be the contrarian. <laughs> I thought you said I could pick whatever I want. You're a big boy. You can pick whatever you want. He knows no, 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 no. He knows what he said. Stephon Diggs reception, six and a half. Deuce. Oh, boy. And I do love me some Stephon Diggs, as Paul knows. Um, I'm going to go under just to hex him. Bad night for oh, that, Diggs. That, that'll work. Yeah. All right, good. You're I, welcome. I, I'm going to take the over, and the reason for that is something that Mike and I have been talking about a lot. Um it's kind of hard to predict things that you haven't seen. And we keep saying until you see something different with the way they play in these situations. Last week, I, I, I did not expect Justin Jefferson to dominate the game. I felt like he did. Others didn't. Um, I, I, I don't see – I mean, unless something changes, I don't see it going under six and a half. Right. I mean, is it is it reasonable to think that Stephon Diggs gets seven catches tonight? Yeah. Yeah, me too. So I'm going over. I think he could get seven catches I'm for going, 80 yards, and you could consider it a great day for the secondary. Yeah, right, exactly. It doesn't have to. That's not a negative uh, Patriots pick. It's really not. Passing TD totals, Josh Allen and Mac Jones combined, three and a half. Ooh, that's oh, interesting. Wow. A little bit of a wrinkle. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the over. I, I already said that I think. They're Mac working. Jones is going to have two. I mean, it's yeah. just two They're, for Josh Allen. They're I'll working together. Take the over. They're working together on this. One. Little synergy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all it has to be is two and two, or maybe three and one, three for Josh and one for Mac. I'll go over with you on that, Paul. Yeah, I'm over too. And the total score, forty-three and a half. Um, I am going uh, over on this. And I'll get to my uh, score prediction for the game, but uh, I am over forty-three and a half. Deuce? Yeah, I think I'm going to go over too, um, and I, I hope a good chunk of those are from the Patriots. But but I think we can you know count on the Bills for at least thirty. Yeah, I'm with you guys. I, I have the over tonight, and I haven't taken too many overs for the Patriots this year, but I have one tonight. There we go. All right, so uh, blood will be drawn on um, three of the uh, six over unders. That's all we know right now. We're only in agreement on three of them. So. All right, there we go. Thank you very much. Well done. Well done, everybody. We uh, need to step aside one more time. We're going to thank Dom's, the official steak tip of the New England Patriots. Dom and ate the grill this season with a tailgate box subscription. Go to domsausage.com, choose your plan, get a curated box filled of quality meats delivered to your doorstep, ready to grill for the game. You will be the MVP of the tailgate season.
TouchView Interactive from the Yokers Company offers New England's leading schools and businesses technologically advanced and easy-to-use interactive displays, providing enhanced collaboration and improved student outcomes in the classroom, and an easy way to foster communication and teamwork in any business environment. Available in multiple sizes, TouchView also offers a built-in VC, allowing for easy use through video conference systems. For more information, visit Okers.com. A million dollars? For picking players? That's a lot of money, DraftKings. You know how many jokes I got to tell to make a million dollars? Probably like a half of one. Take a free shot at a million dollars with DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Verizon, the network America relies on, and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. Get in on the action with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the New England Patriots. New customers can download the DraftKings app now and play free for millions in prizes using code PATS. That's code PATS, only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes... Oh, no. Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra. 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. A.B. Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar. Watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. Join the conversation by calling the Ace Ticket Hotline at 855-PATS-500 or email the show at webradio at patriots.com. Happy Turkey Day, you bitch. <laughs> Live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, here's Hardy. I don't think you can play that out of context <laughs> like that. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Um, welcome back to <laughs> the Patriots pregame show. We want to thank uh, the Massachusetts Office of Travel and Tourism. I'm sure they're proud. 
at this time. <laughs> Great memories are made in Massachusetts, no matter how you choose to make them, indoors or outdoors, scenic views or city vibes, solo or family style, whatever moves you, whatever the season, plan your perfect Massachusetts getaway at visitma.com. Let us go to Melvin in Tennessee and talk some Patriots here with our friend Melvin. What's going on, buddy? What's up, y'all? What's going on? Hey, Melvin. Hey. Uh, quickly, I'm sure people have talked about this already, but like Josh Allen, his ability to throw and then his running is really, obviously, really hard to defend. Um, and he's not one of the ones that'll scramble and try to get out like 10 yards, something like that. He'll go down the field and try to hurt you. Yeah. So somebody's got to, you know, hit him. Somebody's got to eventually make him pay for that. I know those defensive backs probably with a 250-pound guy running at you like that, you probably want to get out of the way. But eventually somebody's going to – somebody ha- they have to be thinking about that to get in his way and hit him because if not, if if he gets comfortable back there, he, he can just do so much damage. So I, I would hope the Patriots had something aligned with that. He's giving them – a lot of trouble for you. I mean, I've never seen um, somebody play somebody this many times, and it's still like we're truly guessing and throwing darts at how to defend him, really. So I think he's hard, and I think that if they can get to him and hit him, they might can have a chance. I don't think they will, honestly. I think it'll be 27, probably 17 fields, but they got to get in this way. It's right. not yeah. going to be a long night. It's a good question, Melvin. But, like, you know, we've yep. seen quarterbacks in the league before have – you know, multiple ways of hurting you and being able to run the ball and seemingly don't get hurt. But uh, have you seen this with the Patriots, with somebody they've had to play twice a year? No. I mean, who, if so, who was it? Yeah. I'd, no. I, ca- I, can't, I can't give you one. they got to figure it out. Um, I know it, <laughs> Evan was kind of talking about Jabril, sticking Jabril Peppers on him. You know, Jabril Peppers likes a little bit of extra business, a little bit of, you know, almost, not, not Rodney Harrison-esque, but a little bit of that, like, mm, I felt a little late. Mm, oh, I felt good. That's, a little yeah. excessive. Yeah, I, like, absolutely. Just stick let's him give, on it. Let's give him 15 more yards <laughs> two or three times during the game uh, tonight. But you give him something to think you. about, you know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Melvin, thanks We're for sticking the, his ribs. <laughs> let him know you're there. That's right. Thanks for, all over him. Thanks for the call, Melvin. Appreciate it. He doesn't feel great. Yeah, I see. Uh, I see Bedard now saying McDermott's getting some left tackle snaps. So for those uh, who aren't aren't glued to Twitter right now, um, they just move on everybody. Yeah, James Ferentz has played some left tackle. Uh, Mark Daniels saying seen on Wenyu and Strange take some reps at tackle. So it's going to be an offensive line potpourri night. We don't know who's playing where or for how long <coughs> or what, but hopefully they all do a good job and keep these bills off of Mac Jones. How about the uh, other side of the ball? Jarrell in Boston wants to know what is the weakest matchup we see tonight in terms of Pat's defense to the Bills' offense? Well, I mean, you know, right now I would I would talk a little bit about Gabe Davis on, on Jack Jones, who looks like Jack Jones is, you know, probably going to start with Mills out. Um, you know, we talked a lot about maybe Marcus Jones or Miles Bryant there in the slot against Isaiah McKenzie, but I think, uh, you know, not not a huge year yet for, for Gabe Davis, but I still think he's a really dangerous player. And if Jack yeah. Jones is going for an interception, that that could be six going the other way with, with the speed that Davis has. Yeah, and I just wonder – I know Gabe Davis has sort of been hot and cold most of the year, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know if he is known as a great route runner. I think that's what I would worry about. Like, if Diggs were on Jack Jones, I'd really be concerned because oh, – yeah, just get him to bite on something yeah, and then you're gone. Yeah, he's such a good route runner and, and very technically sound, uh, whereas I think Gabe Davis is kind of like a big play threat, yeah. and maybe Jack Jones can come away. You know, maybe he 
sticks with them. And yeah, sticks yeah. with them and comes up with one of those turnovers that I think they need. Uh, here's something that you two can answer because my level of interest in this is <laughs> so far down the chart. Uh, this is from Alan in South Carolina, and I appreciate the uh, the the email, Alan. But uh, after Braxton Berrios' recognition on special teams, do you think Marcus Jones has earned a spot in the conversation for Pro Bowl slash All Pro <laughs> special teams in his rookie year? Well, we saw Gunner do it with about what twenty-two returns. So, and, and yeah. most of those came in the last like little section of the season. So, absolutely, Marcus Jones has a really good chance. There's uh, when you have a touchdown, you it's like almost like by default. I think Gunner had two, or maybe he had, one a, was he had a, a big one. And yeah, one he had touchdown a touchdown like, against the yeah. the Chargers. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think there's a really good now. Marcus Jones has been far better, in my opinion, yes. returning than Gunner was the yes. year that he was all oh, pro. Gunner. <laughs> it was basically the Chargers game. Yeah. Right. Um. The, the Marcus Jones has had a, I think, an impactful return in every game he's played. I think he has too. But if, if you're talking Pro Bowl, yeah, I don't care. Pro, yeah. I don't. I don't. Yeah. It's not my thing. Mac was Pro Bowl last year. That's not my thing. That's not my thing. All right, Sunday six pack. Let's do it. This is the Sunday six pack. So kick back and listen to my position. I'm itching to get the picks back. You better bring a big stack. Don't get it mixed, Jack. I came to win it. Yeah, this is the Sunday six pack. It's so a Sunday five-pack uh, with a Thursday night game thrown in, of course, tonight's game. But uh, we'll get to that last. First up, we have to find out what happened last week and where the season totals are. Matt? Last week, Mike and Paul 4-2, and two, Hardy 3-3. Three and three. These season totals are not as close as the over-unders. Sorry. Paul 37 23, Mike 30 and 30, Hardy 27 and 33. Uh, yeah, uh, smug Paul is my least favorite Paul. Oh, he loves leading. <laughs> is, there, is there another kind? I was just going to say, and it's so common. It's, it's insufferable. <laughs> it's really. Uh, I like, hey, I like, can I have my moment? This is the one year that I'm actually picking these games with a reasonable degree of success. And I have to can say, I have my moment? I have to say, sheepish Paul is not my favorite either because oh. I don't believe it. No, I don't, yeah, There's I don't no, either. I don't really pull that is, off. No. Where's sheepish Paul? What's that? No, it's it's, mm -hmm. it's rare and it's and it's inauthentic. It's, it's, yeah, it's distasteful. All right, what do we got, Matt? Sunday at one, the You're seven and four guy. New York Jets at the <laughs> nine and two Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota minus three. All right, uh, Vikings at home, lane yeah. three to the Jets. Deuce, what do you think? Really interested to see this game. Just how you know the Vikings are so up and down, and and obviously the Jets are surging. And the Patriots need the Jets to lose. Just curious, curious how uh, how they match up. <laughs> Sauce Gardner, you know, maybe going against Jefferson. Do they have any more success? But um, I'm going to stick with Minnesota, but knowing full well, I, I think the Jets could win this one. And I'm going to take the Jets. Mm -hmm. um, for some reason, I think this Mike White yeah. thing has injected some life into the offense, and um, I'm going to stick with it until I see something change. So I'm going to take the Jets on the road. I am not compelled to stick with something that I only saw for a week. Now, I would be smart to just pick with Paul across the board whenever possible, but Vikings getting a nice long rest here. I, I, I like them laying three at home against the Jets. I'll go with Minnesota. All right, can I interrupt just for one quick second to give some good positive vibes for the Patriots? Fire away. Reading this tweet here uh, from Rick Gosselin, the Bills-Patriots game tonight draws the, the Sean Hockley officiating crew, which, by the way, kills the postgame show because it'll be three hours later than it normally is. Son of Hockley. Uh, but ho here's the good part for the Patriots. Home teams are a league best 8-3 and three with Hockley this season. The Patriots have never lost with Hockley, posting a 5-0 and record. The Bills are 0-2 with him with two 10-plus penalty games. Wow, he didn't like the Bills. 
All right, As Joe Murray would say, the wrangle is in full effect. <laughs> yeah, they're right in the middle of the pack, though. This officiating crew is right in the middle of the pack in terms of flags thrown. Yeah, they're, I'm just talking about, about wins. <laughs> yeah. The what, Patriots have never lost with this guy. What about against the spread? What's the ATS uh, oh, stat? I, I just, I'm just talking about wins and losses. Guy. Okay. All right, guy. Well, I'm, I need to know about the spread later on. But if you well, know, an outright the Patriots win, what, have never lost. Cover. That would fine, be a cover. Fine. Never, not once. Next Sunday at one, the seven and five Washington Commanders at the seven and four New York Giants. Washington minus two and a half. I am going to take the home team Giants to break their losing streak. They have not played great lately, um, but I did think that they played reasonably well on Thanksgiving in Dallas. Um, I I like what Washington's doing, but I think at some point. Taylor Heineke's Taylor Heineke. I, I I don't mean to sound like a jerk, but is it okay for me not to believe in the seven and five Washington Commanders? Sure. Okay. Well, I picked the Giants. I don't really believe in the Giants either, though. So yeah. like, I kind of defeated my own I, argument. No, I, be, I believe in the Giants a little more than I do the Commanders. I, I'll, I'm with you, Paul. I'm going to go with the Giants. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm going to go with the Commanders. I, I think I went with the Giants earlier this week, but Another I'm one. having a little. Uh, little Guys can't just pick yeah, teams the right I'm way. Flipping. I'm flipping. I'm flipping. Try to make up ground. Right. Some good mojo going Hedging on. Hedging against himself and other you know pick <laughs> things. It's unbelievable. Weird. I'm trying to. I am just trying to do my job. Okay. Sunday at four, the eight and three Miami Dolphins at the seven and four San Francisco 49ers. San Francisco minus four. People talking about this as the game of the week. There's some good games yeah. on the schedule this week. Yep. Let me tell you something. Red Zone Paul, full. You want to talk Sunday. about? Do you believe? I might go to Seabrook. Whoa. Do you be, do you Beautiful. believe in the Dolphins up against that 49ers defense? It's a good test for them. I do. I'm going with the Dolphins. Yeah, I think I do, too. I'm going to go with the Dolphins as well. Wow. I did not expect a clean sweep for the underdog. I'm taking the points. Wow. The 6-5 and five Los Angeles Chargers at the 4-7 and seven Las Vegas Raiders. The lack minus one. Deuce. Yeah, I've been going with Josh all year, and I don't know why I'm going against him now, but I'm going to. Um, I just I think the Chargers are going to pull out the tight division game. I'll go with them. Pauly Paul? You got the lack, Mike. I am going to take Vegas. I think they've uh, found some toughness the last couple of weeks and finding a way to score late, get games in overtime, and then finish it off and win in overtime. So I think this is one that the Raiders stay. Um, I'm kind of rooting for the Chargers for selfish reasons because I think that might push that char- the Raiders game <laughs> out of the primetime window. But I think, the, I think Vegas wins. Yeah, if... It, it- Feels like the Chargers. Uh, what, what what are field goals down to in terms of what that means in the point spread? It's like two now. Two and a half. Three. Home team. No, oh. confused Fred again. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Raiders with Paul. I think they found a little something. The nine and two Kansas City Chiefs at the seven and four Cincinnati Bengals. KC minus one and a half. Another Holy great Paul. game. Yeah. Great um, game. And I'm Big gonna game. take Cincinnati uh, at home. To continue their streak, I think they've uh, won seven to nine or something like that after an zero two start, and they beat them twice last year. I I think they have a little something against the Chiefs. I th- I think that is a well thought out argument. I'm taking the Chiefs to win by a touchdown. Yeah, I'm going with the Chiefs too. <laughs> I reject everything you said. <laughs> it was well stated, Paul. It made sense. But Deuce and I are both going Chiefs. You can't catch a break here. Make a move. And tonight's the game, the eight the and flu. three Buffalo Bills at the six and five New England Patriots. Buffalo minus four. This is a current spread. Oh, oh, all right. This, this is uh, so it's up back up to four with I the Patriots' get... offensive line issues. 
Uh, yeah, I am. Um, I'm going to take the Bills to win this one. I think they they go over the point total. I think the Patriots do score some points tonight, but I think it is a uh, a 33. This is going to sound so much worse than it is. Don't don't get offended. It's a 33-17 win for the Bills tonight. Yeah. Yeah, that, that feels about right. I mean, I, you know, these offensive line issues, this is just not not ideal. It's not ideal at all. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm going to take Buffalo as well. I'm in the same neighborhood as you, Hardy. I, I think the Patriots will score a few more points than that maybe, but I'm still going to go Buffalo. Uh, let's go 34-23. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I can definitely give you a scenario that the Patriots pull off the upset. It involves the turnovers that I talked about. Of course. And um, I don't like picking games where I feel like in order to win, I have to have the team that I'm uh, picking against uh, just play poorly. Uh, And that's what I feel. I feel like if Buffalo plays reasonably well, they are better. And I will say 31-23. Um, that's the pick I've been going with. Uh, I'm not sure. You know, I'm a little concerned about that offensive line in, in the 23 part of it, but I just think Buffalo will find a way to overcome the wrangle that Joe Murray uh, loves. Yep. That's going to do it pretty much for the uh, Patriots pregame show. You know, we're going to be back here post game. Um, I'm thinking meet back here. Like, I plan on being back in the studio no later than 11, guys. Oh, Two hour, 45 minute game would be like Christmas come early here on this December 1st Thursday night matchup. Ask Maddie how long her postgame shows are. Say, say, oh, yeah. Does she even have to do one? <laughs> Maddie Glad with her 25-minute pregame show. Lucky. Um, lucky. I'm just starting it lucky. right now. <laughs> uh, but instead, we will be here for uh, the full postgame. We hope that you will join us then. Yeah. Thank you to Maddie Glab for joining us and going behind enemy lines. And uh, Tamara Brown, who ran off to take care of her uh, other duties here. But uh, for everybody involved in the Patriots pregame, thank you for listening and watching. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.